Rise and shine. Google, it's go time from a Tuesday morning. I had to kind of keep the I use the golf voice there. Now my compatriot, he'll come waltzing in here at 7 and he'll wake up the entire grounds with his nonsense. But I'm going to come in nice and golf proper as we get you set up for a uh, terrific uh, week here on the First Coast. And it's so terrific in so many ways. And I'm going to get to what I think the heart of the players is, whether it, you've been here a couple of years or a couple of decades. Just at least my perspective on what this golf tournament, what this event has meant and continues to mean here uh, on the First Coast. Um, we'll start, though, with, well, the clock finally struck midnight as Calvin Ridley officially a Jacksonville Jaguar this morning. Um, as expected, he was uh, granted approval to get back into the NFL, reinstated, which means the Jaguars own its rights, which means this hour we will revisit for you uh, just some of what is being said about Calvin Ridley. Um, I... I that, that Bucky Brooks comment from the Combine is, is still ringing in my ears from what we heard him say last week. Uh, if you didn't get to hear that, I'll reset that for you. You know, there were others there that we, we heard from. Like, we talked to Greg Cosell, and we kind of focused on Trevor Lawrence. But he had some thoughts and opinions about Calvin Ridley when he was asked up at the Combine. And we got some more kind of reaction that – Continuing benefits from from traveling to Indianapolis and covering as a station. So shout out to the Frangie Show and and all that they were um, you know a, able to get while they were there. And it now certainly comes in handy as we really now can can ponder this offense, this football team, this future with Calvin Ridley under contract next year. Talking about a guy in three years had twenty six touchdowns, playmaker, playmaker. Now, in his prime athletically, he's been away from the game for a little while. But don't get it misconstrued. Of the, of the offensive personnel on the Jaguars roster, which flashed pretty good last year, didn't it? E, that offense was pretty good by the end of the year with Travis Etienne, with Ingram, and Zay Jones, and, and Christian Kirk, wasn't it? Straight ballers. Right? They were, they were productive. I, I know overall the offensive averages weren't through the roof, but the second half of the year, the Titans game notwithstanding, the second Titans game, I should say, that offense proved to be pretty pretty explosive. Well, Cal, make, make no mistake, Calvin Ridley comes to town with – much higher credentials than the dudes that produced those numbers last year. And even with the numbers that were produced by Christian Kirk to add to his career, it has not been the career statistically that Calvin Ridley has produced as he steps now into the starting lineup as another big play threat in an offense that, man, I have been so sky high on this Jaguars offense going into next year. And that's why I think it's so important to not just fine-tune a defense but fix it. And Calvin Ridley is another example of, of just why it's going to be hard to defend this football team next year. Here's what I'd like to do now, E. I'd like to get me a, a developing, emerging tight end. I, I'm willing to, to spend a you know, top three-round draft pick on that. And, and I want to find me a diamond in the rough running back who, when he comes in, he's Tony Pollard, right? He's... Think of another team that's done a good job of, of drafting backup running backs who, when forced to play, can give you a 100-yard game. Ooh, I got a guy for us. Who's that? Deuce Vaughn. Oh, my goodness. Little dude. Little <laughs> yes. dude, yeah. He'd, be, he, he'd have a role. Shortest guy ever measured at the combine I saw for Deuce Vaughn. I remember pointing out to you guys, I was watching. Who Did, did they play maybe Alabama in their 
um, in their in their bowl game. I, I, th- I think they did. But anyway, he was standing next to the quarterback. The quarterback's like 6'6", and he's like 5'5". Five, five. It looked like Father Sunday over at the Y. I mean, he was – that dude is tiny. Uh, so whether they go that route, I, you know, or whether it's um, more traditional, at least by size back, you can find running backs. Well, that's documented. A lot of good ones are found. And, and, E.T., to your point, usually you're finding that guy who's just considered a little too small, a little too slow, uh, C. James Robinson, and the impact he was able to bring. Now, obviously his skill set didn't suit Doug Peterson long term. They made that decision. Did not come back to bite him. Michael Hasty made plays when asked. Snoop Connor, look, ha- had a year last year. I would, I would suspect he'll be fighting for his life this, this offseason and this training camp. So uh, we will dive deeper in just to the potential impact that Calvin Ridley brings. Um, the franchise tag became official yesterday for Evan Ingram. And so uh, the Jaguars now will – You know, whatever their plan is, they'll move on from this point. And whether it is to try and lock up a long-term deal or whether it is to to see what Evan Ingram does in another prove-it year. Again, how does that affect other aspects? Does that splinter off in, into other aspects of the football team? I don't know. We shall see. Uh, lots of quarterback news around the league. The big news yesterday, Derek Carr. Uh, to the New Orleans Saints. So score one, by the way, for Peter King over the ESPN crew. The ESPN crew had him heavy lean to the Jets. Peter King, uh, Dan was talking about various NFL notes yesterday, and Peter King uh, said it would be the Saints, and lo and behold, it is the Saints. Gets a pretty good deal in the process. More on that football fix. Geno Smith uh, comes to terms with the You can't let Geno Smith go if you're the Seahawks. He was a top ten quarterback in the league, arguably top five for much of it incredibly productive. He was a godsend for you. The Seahawks unloaded Russell Wilson, got first-round draft picks, and made the playoffs in large part because of how Geno Smith played. I mean, an unbelievable bounce-back year for for Geno Smith. He gets rewarded with a new deal. More on that as well in the football fix. Um, When we come back on the other side, we're going to let you hear from some of what those around the league, those attached to the league, in the NFL insiders at all have to say about Calvin, Rid- Calvin Ridley, his addition here, which, again, there was going to be a little bit of nervousness. E.T. would take it by the text today. What's the latest with Calvin Ridley? When he goes this long, I start to wonder. You, yep. about, you know, and, and so now that's uh, taken care of. Calvin Ridley is a jag, and he joins a very, you know, um, he, he joined a group with a lot of momentum. Let's just put it that way. And, and now with an offseason, E.T., to get more of that offense in, to get to, you got everybody into a second year, knowing exactly where and what they're supposed to do, man, we're going to have a fun year playing a lot of good football teams. We have been through the desert, my man. We have laid barren while the sun bakes us like chicken in the oven. It has been a long, miserable road, and it's over. The abomination has ended and you want to talk about a complete change in direction and and future this offseason is going to be a lot of fun let's fine-tune ourselves into a champion rather than try and cobble together enough wins to not pick first whoo
More on the Jags as we move along through this hour and uh, through the day. Bet your bottom dollar there'll be a lot of Jaguar players and, and members of the organization out here this week. It's what the players has become. Gang, I've been here for a long time, all right? I've seen a lot of players through the years, not as many as my much older um, and occasionally wiser cohort, Dan Hicken, but I have been to a bunch. E.T., I'll tell you how many players' championships I've been to. Okay? I've been on a date with Mrs. P to the players before she was Mrs. P. That's that's player, though. That's real I got, player. I got <laughs> – I got grown kids, okay? <laughs> so that tells you how many players I've been around. And when I think about the players, and I know the attraction here worldwide, the cameras are here this week, E.T., to look at John Rahm and Rory McIlroy and Jordan Spieth and Scotty Shuffler and down the line of the top golfers in the world. They're looking at a stage at the 17th hole that can make memories and bust TV ratings through the roof. They are looking for a spotlight on our first coast of golf with the crown jewel, the TPC Sawgrass. That's why the nation watches. That's what makes the players a worldwide entity. But it's far from what the players is if you live here in Jacksonville. If I think back at the players all these years, I have many more distinct, important memories around the parties and the people than I do the PGA pros. I have a lot more memories of meeting this group of friends or running into that guy I haven't seen in 10 years, or meeting a host of buddies at this spot, or taking the girls to the Tony Baselli's cut, I, meeting my dad out on the third green. I have so many more flooding memories of the party and the people that the players presents itself at every year. Sure, I remember the the, the memorable moments on the golf course. Sure, I bow in respect to the trophy room here, which is just a, a lion's list of Hall of Fame golfers. The, the, the men that we have been able to see here, both contemporary and old school, win this ever so important stop on tour is really, really impressive. But what, when I look back, it's... It's it's more walking over to the 18th green, E.T. I'll never forget this one. And my parents had dear friends in from out of town. They lived around the Nashville area. They're from Tennessee, okay? They love Bubba Watson, right? Bubba Watson's a jerk. He's always been a jerk. I didn't like Bubba Watson at all, and there had been some stuff, especially recently, that happened. And, and so I walk up to my parents, and they're two friends, and they're there to see Bubba Watson. And Bubba's coming up the 18th hole. They just turn to me, E.T., big smiles. And they say, man, what's that Bubba Watson like? Stopped, and I smiled, and I said, he's a great dude. Have fun watching him. And then kept going. Because, I mean, you know what I'm going to need? What am I going to do? What am I, am I going to soul crush their E.T.? Nah. Not gonna oh, soul. Let, him live, let him live their dream. That's your guy. He's right there. Yeah, good dude. There he is right there for you. So um, when it comes to the players, for me, it's it's so much more about that. So, you know, um, uh, whether you're going to meet your future wife out here this weekend, <laughs> or you're going to because you might because you, uh, you might so, no 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 someone will right right someone will 
As the hundreds of thousands of people make their way through this facility this weekend, hipping and hopping and watching a little bit of golf in between this stop and for a sawgrass splash and that one for a, you know, a, a taste of Jacksonville food truck court, right? In between all that, yeah, that's right. Two of you uh, souls are going to cross out there, and you will meet <laughs> your future husband or wife at this year's players. That's a guarantee. In fact, it'd be... I bet you right now, if we ask, there would be people listening or texting in that they met their wife at the players. And um, and so that's what it is. It's this huge conglomeration of people, whether you are sitting with your same group of family under the tree on number nine, or whether you meet up with your brother flies into town and you bounce around the course with him every year. Uh, so many, so many traditions, so many personal people memories or what define uh, this week. But we will get to the awesomely fun part. Now, look, that's coming from a guy who's probably a lot more intense sports fan than you. I'm imagining that I watch as much or more televised golf than anybody who these words are reaching their ears. I would put, I, I don't get, whoever you are, wherever you're driving this morning or getting up and going or listening on the app, maybe you're on the treadmill, I'm guessing that I watch more golf than you. So that people perspective about the players um that's coming from a guy who loves and enjoys and watches every shot of the golf as well so uh, a great week gets started we we're live right here among the people is richie the the glugans just getting everything set up and running here but uh what is this right here rich this like a main entrance right here to, to our front and left do we know what gate that is what did they do it by by the name of a former player the nicholas gate maybe he says no 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 you don't have to go luck no, look at him. He just doesn't stop. Et, my, he doesn't stop. This, That's this the guy, Lugan, man. This guy Richie. He's just. Now, I just wanted to know what what entrance that was. You know where he is now? He's ha- He's halfway across the lawn. Et, That's he gone. He oh, he, he gone. gone. Yeah. No, look. He's just took a gander. He's come back. Now he's look brimming with accomplishment, right? <laughs> Hat, little stride in his step. I got you. Here he comes. What we got? The Davis love the thing, and he also won that contest. I went with Nicholas. God knows where his gate is. If you walk into Nicholas and you're looking for the drill, you're out of luck. But what, what do we – I haven't been outside yet, Richie. What do we got up and down us here? We got, like, the, the PGA Tour, the, the TPC stores up to our far right. The greens are very wet. The greens are wet. He's giving us now a course breakdown as well. Is there anything the guy doesn't do, E.T.? Nothing's open yet. No, I know it's not open, but is this what we got here? Is this like a food court? Yes. Okay. so we Sawgrass got... Square. Oh, it's Sawgrass Square. Here we are, the, the mayors of the square as we get our coverage started this week. All right, come back on the other side. Here's what we're going to do. Um, it's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday, by the way. I want to remind you of that. Hey, gang, can we keep it between the lines? Like, I'm not even being facetious here. If you're getting in your car and putting on your seatbelt or you're already on your drive, head on a swivel. We, had a, we didn't get into it yesterday because it just we were off in other directions. We had another just traffic just snarl yesterday out on the west side. Another couple three-hour delay, and that's after last week. It seemed like every day just a, a major crash accident or incident. So, you know, let, let's be careful, gang. Huh? Let's keep it between the lines as we uh, get you up and going on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. All right, when we come back on the other side, Calvin, really, just how big the impact can be. Um, I'll remind you of what his numbers were in Atlanta when he stepped away and he took a delay. Let's not forget, before he was suspended for gambling, he had taken a break from the game. Now, he has addressed uh, those things through the years. Um, or I shouldn't say through the years, but uh, over the course of, of, of the last year and a half. 
and um, and so he sure seems to be good to go, and and people are taking note around the league. So I'll let you hear from a bunch of that. Also, what are some of the golf storylines here? We're in kind of a unique time. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll use that same perspective of all the, the people memories I've had here at the players through the year to tell you something, uh, a little something else about strength of field. I, I don't know if it's ever been better, man. I don't know if it's ever been better. These guys are, are, are throwing around the hot potato of the world number one ranking. Pretty sure that either John Rahm or Scotty Scheffler or Rory McIlroy, any of those guys could leave ranked number one in the world, depending on how they do here this week. I mean, we just have a high level of play and a large number of guys that are are playing to that level. And it, it almost, creates it almost made me like you know how the NBA has a bunch of superstars. There's a bunch yeah. of superstars at the top of this list, man. Yeah. No, you're you're and one thing we're very let's don't ever forget how fortunate we are. I've been to other PGA tour events. This is the Super Bowl ET. Yeah. And PGA Tour does a great job at every one of its stops to to have their their little deals and to have nice places. There's nothing like the players. Well, you come out here, like I said, you got a food truck section, you got a taste of Jacksonville section, you got all kinds of bars and chalets, you have public open areas, you, you have stadium golf, you can watch games from hillsides or bleachers. It is just just an amazing spectacle that they put on here. And it, to get started here this morning with our broadcast live, is everyone live out here today, Richie? What do we do? We start, we're, so we're gavel to gavel. Yeah, all the way through helmets and heels. So, uh, and this is where we're located. So, if it's not us this morning, you want to stop by and say hi. You can always feel free to do that. Um, and we'll come back with more on the other side. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. We're live from the players at TPC Sawgrass. All right, we're back on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. We will have brunch with the tour today. Eve, you added up last week's. Totals yet? You know I did. All right. You know I did. <laughs> I don't know how I did. I, I, I think I had Rom and Young, which isn't going to be much. I finished last again. That's all you I wanted. Did. Yeah. By a ton. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't pick my nose. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Now I'm going to have to. I'll start the bait bet with Captain Kevin Favor. We'll pick the players this week. So I'm sure to lose that one at brunch with the tour. I have just been swinging and missing all all uh, year long. I need a winner. I need this big, big paycheck that comes the way of these guys. More golf in a second. And uh, later this morning with brunch with the tour as uh, we kind of set our schedule here broadcasting live from Sawgrass, Sawgrass Square, I am told. All right, so the Jaguars on November 1st, tr- uh, 1st traded for Calvin Ridley. Sent the Falcons a fifth rounder, a conditional fourth rounder in 2024 that could go as high as second round if the Jags end up liking what they see out of Ridley and sign him to an extension. So he gets a guaranteed 11, roughly $11 million this year. It's his fifth-year option. So it's basically a one-year deal here in Jacksonville to make a decision on how to go moving forward. Ridley was really uh, – he, he has flashed – with a better season than anyone on this roster has given him. In 2020, he had 90 catches for 1,374 yards and nine touchdowns. That's close to in line with his career. But I, I will say this. This is more another tip of the cap. Let's be real here to Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Bear with me for a second. When the Jaguars traded for Calvin Ridley, E.T., uh, you know, be my uh, – be you know, uh, be my accountability partner here. 
That's what I'm here for. Wasn't the notion when we signed Calvin really how badly we needed him because Kirk and Jones just weren't good enough? Not that they had gotten off to terrible starts, but there was this feeling that Calvin really would be a significant upgrade over Christian Kirk and Zay Jones, correct? Oh, you would have thought our receiving core was trash. Correct. And, and, and not that they're the best in the league, but just, again, bear with me for a second. All right? Again, Ridley's high year, 90 catches, 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns. But if you average by game – in his career, uh, for Calvin Ridley, he's played 49 games. He has 250 catches, 3,300 yards, 28 touchdowns, including that high point year. But if you average that out by game and then times it by the 17 that the Jaguars would play this year, Calvin Ridley would have 85 catches for roughly 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns. What, what were Christian Kirk's numbers last year, E.T.? 84 receptions. Uh-huh. How many yards? 1,100. Just uh-huh. a little over 1,100 yards. And how, how many touchdowns? Eight touchdowns. Okay. Same year. Yep. Almost the same year. Again, this isn't to minimize the impact. Calvin Ridley, further along than Christian Kirk. I mean, if you're going to put a rankings, when, two years ago when Calvin Ridley was playing and not, all this, you know, had not happened, you know, Calvin Ridley was starting to flash as that, that receiver might break into the top five. And – uh, while we're at it, by the way, just remind me what Zay Jones' numbers were, E.T. 82 receptions. Okay. 823 yards. So not near the yards. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. So, so th- there's your upgrade. Imagine if Chris, the, the second receiver, Christian Kirk, has those numbers and then Zay. Because, look, the numbers can be replaced. I hear some people say, well, you know, you can only catch so many balls even as a number one receiver because where the catches go. I'll tell you where they're going to come from. They're going to come from Marvin Jones not having catches. They're going to come from Trevor Lawrence's efficiency and overall numbers really shooting up. I don't have in front of me how many completions Trevor had this year. I bet it's fifty. I bet it's fifty more next year. Maybe more than that. Trevor had completions three uh, five hundred eighty-four attempts, three hundred eighty-seven completions. So three hundred eighty-seven. He basically had about what's that? Sixty-six percent completion rate. Yeah. Wow, what a terrific uh, what a terrific development this year was uh, for Trevor. Let, all right, en- enough about me and my perspectives. Again. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. That is not in any way at all to diminish what Calvin Ridley is going to be. I believe he'll be the number one receiver. I think he'll have the most yards, catches, and touchdowns on this football team next year. But it's also a reminder of, my gosh, if if you have three – the Jags last year were the only team with, was it 70 catches and X amount of yards because Ingram joined that crew, right? There was a stat at the end of the year that Zay Jones – Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram. Did Ingram have 70? You still have the, the screen up, E.T.? Ingram has 73, my boy. 73. So I think the Jags are the only team in the league with three guys with 70 catches. Right? Could they have four? Do some of Ingram's numbers, by the way, he got the franchise tag yesterday. Do some of his numbers now go to, to Calvin Ridley? I don't know how it breaks out, but I, I think more production out of Trevor. Um, by the way, as an aside... As we just grip to death over the Jags' lack of sacks, next year the opponent is going to be in a lot more obvious passing situations than they were a year ago. This this defensive line who who pressured the quarterback relatively well just didn't have sacks. It's going to have even more opportunities next next year to show with with more volume they'll get more numbers. So we'll see on that. I got distracted there for a second. Not going to distract though from what Doug Peterson thinks about. Calvin Ridley. Now that it's official, here's Peterson last week with what he could say in Indianapolis at the Combine. 
I can only go off what I've seen on film. And, um, you know, he's excitable. He's a, he's, he's a top receiver in this league when he's, when he's on his game. Um, I'm excited when that day comes that we can embrace him, you know, in, onto our team. And, um, you know, he gives us uh, uh, just another, another weapon potentially uh, for Trevor. All right. And, yeah, the potential is now based just strictly on how much he flashes as a Jaguar because the potential about joining the team has, has you know, has now been realized. Calvin Ridley is a Jaguar. Greg Cosell was on with the Frangie, sh- the Frangie Show last week in Indianapolis, and, boy, he had nothing but great things to say about Calvin Ridley. I- I'm going to play two comments from Cosell, and when you put them in combination, you you are drawing up a, a Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, top five kind of receiver. First, Cosell on just how adept Ridley is at route running. He is a sweet, sweet route runner. He's one of those guys you can see he understands how to run routes. He's got both great route quickness and separation quickness. Um, Those are two different things. Um, But he can separate. Um, And the most important thing is you've got to be able to win at the top of your route stem. That's what you've got to do. You know, that's that's what the NFL is. And he'll turn guys around. He'll turn guys around. Now... He was just described as, it, I, you know, I would assume, I didn't, he didn't put it in these terms, but it, he just described a receiver he thinks, I think we can safely say, is one of the best in the league at route running, which is certainly an important skill to separate from a pack of incredible athletes all across the NFL. But then he follows it up with what he does after he turns you around on that route. Here's more from Cosell. He's a great separator. He knows how to use his vertical stem extremely well. He knows how to get cornerbacks turned. He knows how to get them off their spot. He's, he's just, he's just, I loved watching him run routes. He's just a sweet route runner. Oh, man. So we've got that joining what we just described. 370 pass catchers already in an offense that really didn't hit its stride. Although there were some big passing numbers early. I mean, Trevor at the Chargers was as good as he was all year. So I don't mean to imply that, but boy, this is a percolating coffee pot uh, just caffeinated offense that's that's coming our way and look we'll sum up it, it all this way Bucky Brooks was around when Keenan McCardell and Jimmy Smith were here in Jacksonville um, Bucky Brooks knows the kind of players they are he doesn't say this lightly when he talks about Calvin Ridley he may be the best receiver that we've seen since Jimmy and Keenan and I am dead serious when I talk about in terms of the skills that he brings to the table when I talk to the guys at Atlanta about him and I was like hey man what's up with Calvin like what's going on or whatever they're like look the stuff that he was dealing with like he can fight through that that stuff is not a problem on the field he's an absolute monster they say he's uncoverable he's a true number one receiver wow and and now officially a Jaguar reinstated yesterday I'll finish with this here's the statement released by Calvin Ridley today's reinstatement by the NFL brings to an end a challenging chapter of my professional career one that was self-inflicted and began with an isolated lapse in judgment I've always owned my mistakes this is no different I have great respect for the game I'm excited for the opportunity to restart my career in Jacksonville I look forward to showing my new coaches teammates and the entire Jaguars organization exactly who I am and what I represent as a player in person Uh, Jags respond with a statement of their own. Calvin's a proven playmaker. We're excited to see him compete 
uh, among and with his new teammates. First, during our off-season program in April. Hey, that's just a month away, gang. Ultimately, into the 2023 season as we collectively pursue a championship for Jacksonville. And finally, the Jacksonville Jaguars can release a statement that concludes with, as we collectively pursue a championship for Jacksonville, and it's not a total joke. But just, just another wow day. Uh, and there seem to have been a lot of wow days uh, for our Jaguars of late. Um, that's for sure. All right, so we'll have brunch with the tour uh, later. Let, here's kind of an interesting note uh, about the players and why it'll be so hard for any of us when we make our picks today to definitively say, yeah, this guy's winning. And here's what I mean. I told you we've had just a, you know, unbelievable Hall of Fame list of former winners here. Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Greg Norman. I'm just thinking of Nick Price. I'm thinking of guys who were world number one. Actually, Phil never was, but David Duvall here, a favorite son. There's so many stories, so many. Ricky Fowler's one, and Justin Thomas is one, and Rory McIlroy is one. I mean, we a lot of huge, big names have have won here. Yet you look at the leaderboard the last two years, and you are reminded that it's anybody's tournament. Um, of course, our defending champ isn't here this year uh, among those that defected to the live, so we won't see um, we won't see a defending champ here. That's something else that hasn't happened. But let me take you through. Listen to how different these leaderboards are from one year to the next. Last year, Cam Smith won, but th- this is the rest of the top ten. Anna Barn-Lahiri. Paul Casey, Kevin Kisner, Keegan Bradley, Doug Gim, Russell Knox, Harold Varner III, Adam Hadwin. Am I knocking your socks off? But yet the year before at the top, Justin Thomas. Um, Bryson DeChambeau was top three, but, but surrounded by Lee Westwood and Paul Casey and Taylor Gooch and Corey Connors and Shane Lowry and Daniel Berger. These guys all in the top ten. So hard to pick. Because this golf course allows anybody to win. It doesn't matter if you're a long hitter or a short hitter. It doesn't matter if you play a fade or a draw. Whoever keeps the ball in play gets it on the green and, most importantly, putts best. Maybe we're reminded of that at Bay Hill this weekend, boy. Uh, I watched every, every shot from Bay Hill's final round for the most part. And the old saying, you drive for show and putt for dough, has never been more true. Those guys... One after the other missed important putts from four to ten feet. A bunch of them. So who gets that flat stick working here this week? But, man, John Rahm has had such a dominant year but then struggled so badly last week. This is an event where, once again, look, a lot of the players, the commissioner, are going to meet the media today. It's going to become, again, this this is like a... You know, the Live has their little member guest mixer. The players are going to present their their organization right here. This is the Players' Championship, the first big-time major getting-together of all the players since the split occurred. They're, they, Rory McIlroy's happily kind of carried the, the shield here, representing the tour. He, he tends to step up big in these kinds of situations. So... Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth played great last week. Hadn't played great here through the years. Can Max Homa dice up a golf course like this? Scotty Scheffler, maybe the best ball striker going right now. 
We haven't gotten into that next group of names like Colin Moore, Cowan, Victor Hovland, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley. It is, we're so lucky, man. We're, we're lucky if you're a golf fan, if you're among those that are more here for the PGA pros than the people in the parties, then settle in. Settle in. Congratulations. You, you are in a, a great spot. Got uh, more golf, by the way, when, with Brunch with the Tour. That's coming up in just a little bit. We begin our live week of broadcast here at the Players from the Sawgrass Square. It's just to the right as you walk in through the Davis Love exit and make your way towards the 18th fairway. We'll be back with more next on a Cattle and Truck Accessories Tuesday. I'll tee up all the relevant news from the National Football League. We call it a football fix, and it's next on The Drill. All right, we're back here live at the beautiful TGC Sawgrass. My, how this place has changed through the years. I'm not kidding you. It was a golf tournament when I first came to town. Now it's a spectacular. It was a big golf tournament. Had a lot of money. Had the top pros. But as to what you experience when you walk through the gates, man, it is night and day. And every year they're fine-tuning. And we'll talk about some of the particulars you're going to need if you're coming out this week. I'm curious the percentage of people who, who come for the PGA pros or come from the people in the parties. You were right, though, Jeff. The, the text line is lit up about how many people met their, their wives and their ex-wives. And See? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> All kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't mean philosophically. Theoretically, you might meet your wife out here. No, no, no. It's going to happen. A bunch of you out there. And these are just the people. Now, I know our audience is huge, ET. I mean, I don't like to brag. We're what? That's, that's just the people we're hitting. So, just imagine the, the probably hundreds of people this week out here on these grounds are going to meet their uh, future wives. So, whether you're coming from the people and the parties or you're coming from the PGA pros, either way, um, what a backdrop and, and what a great opportunity you have. You can come out here and have a great day and, and never see a stroke of golf. Or you can come out here a great day and never see the inside of, you know, one of the chalets or the food truck areas. So, we're at the Sawgrass Square because that's how we roll. Um, I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm not going to lie about this. I am jonesing to play some golf. And we'll have the football fix coming up brought to you by the uh, Julian Degree Golf Club in just a sec. But between ET, I told you last week I got the clubs. Man, I, I'm, right? just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm have just. Have you played with them yet? No, I haven't gotten them yet. I, I, they oh. were getting, getting customized a little bit, and so they're. I'm you know, thinking custom- that's something that you could just you buy. They get customized. You walk yeah, you, right out the you door. You can, and you know what? It's I, I, it, depending on how your experience level as a golfer. There's nothing wrong with just going in your local golf store, your local uh, sporting goods store, and buying a, a set of clubs and, and taking it out. They, Sounds about me. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you don't need any fine tuning. You really, nah. you really, really don't. You don't need to spend a lot of money. You don't need a lot of fine tuning. Not at not at an early stage. And most people, and most clubs, by the way, you don't get them necessarily custom fit. But in this case, I had a couple of minor little things done, so I'm getting a special treatment from the Ping Labs at ET. But my point is, it's making it even worse because I'm I'm just jonesing to get out there and play with them, and I don't have them yet. And so anyway, it's like I feel like a little kid at Christmas. I haven't felt like this, like all excited for a countdown. I need an elf with a shelf at home, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe not. Um, so anyway, a lot more golf talk, and we have brunch with the tour uh, today. And I was going to say, get you caught up on the per- uh, particulars, anything that's changed, you know, what you're going to be um, uh, confronted with, with, with parking and otherwise. So we'll get into all that. But for right now... As mentioned, let's kick off a football fix, shall we? Strike up the band, the fix this morning, brought to you by the Jointon Creek Golf Club. I told you they went through a renovation, rebuilt the greens uh, probably about 10 months ago. 
we're still growing into a, to, to the shape that it'll get into, but the green's already much better, starting to grow into some other spots. It's a terrific value in golf, so uh, the Northwest St. Johns County area or otherwise, it's the home course. It's the Jewelton Creek Golf Club, saying he's excited to restart his career in Jacksonville. Calvin Ridley officially a Jag. We've been through that a lot this hour. Um, meanwhile, could Jags tormentor Derrick Henry be on the move? Some reports out there, and I've heard some whispers of this before, that the Titans could uh, reportedly be shopping Derrick Henry. Uh, man, so hard to know. You really play a, play a dangerous game with these running backs. It seems like no position will fall off of what they were quicker than a running back. Ezekiel Elliott was one of the best running backs in the league a couple, three years ago. And now the Cowboys today are franchising Tony Pollard, and who knows where Ezekiel Elliott will end up. And maybe it'll be in, in, in Dallas. But, man, you talk about a team's you know, brand, their identity. That's been Derrick Henry. And, you know, quite frankly, for the Titans, it hadn't been enough. But uh, what do you get for Derrick Henry anyway? Does an NFL team give up a first-round pick to pay that, that veteran superstar money to a running back who's approaching th- – how old is Derrick Henry, E.T.? We, we, it seems like we ask this question about every six months with that cat. Let me I, see I mean, real quick. I mean, is he 30 yet? Or is this where you say, oh, he's only 28? And then you're like, wow. Well, uh, um, i tell you one thing. He's 29. He'll 29. Be 30. So, oh, he just turned 29 in January. So he just turned 29. But, again, I, who knows how many. Odds are you're not going to get that that ferocious 2,000-yard beast, Derrick Henry. But who knows? Maybe, maybe you might. Right? Maybe you might. Um, I, I can't imagine what you fetch for a running back out on the market these days. I do know this. Any Jaguar fan uh, listening right now would not be disappointed to not see Derrick Henry twice a year. We can all agree on that. <laughs> Bye, man. She's gone. I'm you know, ready for him to go. It, meanwhile, uh, Josh Jacobs got the franchise tag. And, and, uh, the Raiders played that wrong. They could have picked up the fifth-year option and not paid him the now $11 million he'll get with the franchise tag. But the tag at the running back position, as just mentioned, also used on Tony Pollard. So the Cowboys making sure they've locked up their dual-threat playmaker. Um, the Chiefs uh, are not going to tag offensive tackle Orlando Brown. He's been a four-time Pro Bowler now, twice with the Ravens. Remember he was out there. There were discussions about whether the Jags should get involved in the Orlando Brown uh, dealings with, with the Ravens. Ended up going to the Chiefs, responded being a Pro Bowler twice. And they've cut defensive end Frank Clark. I was surprised to read he's only 29. So as the Jags go kicking the tires on veteran pass rushers, I will say that while Clark had only five sacks last regular season, he had two and a half in the postseason. I think I read he's third all-time in postseason sacks. Uh, Derek Carr agrees to a deal with the Saints. Boy, the NFC South looks dreadful. And by the way, it's now a Derek Carr, Dennis Allen, you know, reuniting. How'd that go with the Raiders last time? I, I don't know why, and maybe it's kind of indicative of the overall feeling of Derek Carr. Derek Carr does not scare me a bit. Like, if, I, if I'm going into a game and Derek Carr's on the other sideline, there are a lot of other quarterbacks that I'm glad I'm not seeing. Uh, before I get there, uh, the Ravens were going to continue their uh, are going to continue their conversations with Lamar Jackson right up to the tag deadline, but it basically made it official. If they will tag him, and yeah, because of course they will, right? Uh, Daniel Jones seems to be training in the same direction with the Giants. And by the way, you could put the non-exclusive tag on these guys. Maybe not Lamar, but is anybody going to come offer the Giants two first rounders and a, and the contract that he wants to Daniel Jones? Um, how about no? 
I hate seeing this. Offensive line prospect Andrew Voorhees has uh, torn his ACL. So here we are at just such an important time for these cats coming off their college careers, trying to impress the pros. And um, it'll include a, 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 an injury for, like, like we said, one of the best O-line prospects. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by my friends at the home course, the Jewington Creek Golf Club. Hick and Arrival and more come your way next. A brunch with a tour uh, just around the corner. Setting the stage for another grand edition. What a difference a year makes. Uh, we're going to go down that memory lane as we move through this morning as well. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Oh, you know it! Yes, sir! <laughs> I know why Jeff left. He gets embarrassed when I yell out here, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I got to go to the bathroom. And he turned and ran. Scary self. He's scared. Because we're, we're not that far from, there's a golfer going right over there on number 10 right now. We're not that far. Well, that golfer just going to have to hear us, Dano. And he did. He heard us yell a little bit. You know it. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, listen, he. On Thursday and Friday, Ooh. I would be careful. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with the golfers if of they're course. standing up on the tee. I have decorum. Well, I know what I'm doing around golf here. Etiquette. Yes. I mean, this is the. This is the. Gosh, what is this one? Let me think. 86, 87, 89, 90. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, five would be 20. 15 would be 30. This is my 38th player's e. Eesh. 38 of them I've been out here for. <laughs> I'm 36 years old. <laughs> it's my 38th player, Z. I know what I'm doing around these parts of this beautiful, beautiful venue. Oh, it's, it's just, you know, you want to talk about blessings in life, E. If you think about this, let's say on average in 38 years, I've spent five days a week out here. Used to be seven. Not not seven anymore. But let's say five. So let's say on average five. So thirty-eight times five is zero. Carry a four. That's one ninety. That's hundred and ninety days I've come out here. E hundred and ninety days, which is what? That's six months, right? Uh, yeah, close to it. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty, sixty, ninety, one, twenty-one, fifty-one, eighty. That's over six months of days that I've spent out here. Hanging out and uh, just taking in this beautiful and I, it's a great place to spend six months of your life, by the way. Not a bad place at all. I can't I can't say this part has been work. I really can't. It is uh it's fabulous and it's and it'll be in immaculate condition and it's the world's best golfers and there's a lot to watch and it's it's Jeff described really, it as the Super Bowl. It's really as fun as it gets, man. So um yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited. So I I was thinking about golf today, and so I uh, shaped our one-to-one financial poll question of the day around it, and I simply asked you uh, this simple question, and that is, who is the number one player in the world right now? And I gave you four choices, Rory, Scotty, John Rahm, or someone else. And you can vote at Dan Hicken, and he has posted the question as well. We got Three hours left, and it's close, but John Rahm has 34. Scotty Scheffler has 24. Rory has 23. 
and someone else has 19. So they kind of trade off right now, back and forth. I, I believe any of the three of them can leave here this week, number one. If they win. Yeah. yeah. I know last week that was the case. Any of the three of them could have emerged last week, and no one won that event. So I would imagine that uh, I imagine that holds true here. I would think so. so Who yeah. would you say? It's a very hard question to answer. I promise you could I ask would, it in two months, and you'd, you'd answer different. Yeah, I would probably rephrase it. Like, um, <clears throat> if I had to pick a guy to win the tournament, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'd probably pick Rom still. Do you know who's the actual number one player in the world right, right now? Right now? Yeah. I think it's Rom. It is. Yeah. But Scheffler is right, right But if Scheffler or if Rory had won, he yeah. would have replaced. Is that so, correct? So what, if Scheffler would have T2, he would have replaced. Yeah. So so that's how, how close they are. I, it's, you know, from a golfer's standpoint, Dan, it's hard to keep a swing together for a round, mm-hmm. you know, much less for an extended period of time. John Rahm John Ron was off to a, you know, a, a, a Tiger-ish start to this year i mean literally had won on a faster track than anyone but i mean he 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 went totally south now look it's a very tough golf course but you wouldn't think that would be a big difference maker for ron but he went south at bay hill after a good first round he went bye-bye yeah we'll do our picks later today which is tough on a tuesday there's no telling who no i mean you'd like to you, know, you can't you would yeah. like to get a home course advantage you'd like to go around and ask who's putting well and you know who's? <laughs> I, I don't know if you can like, do that at like this to golf tournament. See if you tournament. can find out what's going on here, but it's just so. This, it's, this, it, it always has been the one, Jeff. Where the the the, and I've always said this: the the star of this is the course more than the player. It doesn't matter. And, and, who and the, now the facility, yeah. You know, even even more when than the course, even when Tiger came, even when, you know, um, it's always been the, this the course is the star here, and 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 folks around these parts who have been lucky enough to play it uh know what we're talking about how just how unbelievably difficult it is you got to hit fairways and greens and you got to putt and it's not easy so it'll be fun it's a great week it's a lot of fun i love watching it um i love taking it all in and and we'll see what happens man so i can't wait for thursday yeah and friday and saturday well, and sunday you know how around the same time of year but you know how around march madness that, and it's not raining and cold today <laughs> what a difference a year makes Ooh, that was brutal last year richie, uh, richie had to richie yeah, had a rough week of it last yeah. week he's last the glugan year. i've already put him to work today he's been scurrying around oh all over he had a, he had a bad week last you year. know how around march madness uh cranky as hell too, a website boy. will uh will always say that if you can pick every single game correct you know you win a million dollars yeah but it's yeah. impossible you can't do it right this Golf tournament is so unpredictable. I bet you could do the same thing and say, if you can name the top ten, not even in order, but give me the exact top ten, you would never hit it with a million guesses. Yeah, it's tough. And you look at last year. I mean, names like Annabar and Lahiri were the top three. It just, I've looked at the last two leaderboards, Dan, uh, the top ten. It is chock full of guys you would never pick to win. Now, they didn't win, but you would never pick them to win. The, 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 the. You know, well, you wouldn't have picked Kitayama last week, and of course respects. not. But yeah, yeah so no, I know uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Lots going on in the sports world. Obviously, big day for the Jags as Calvin Ridley gets reinstated. So that's certainly something to get excited about. That could go down as Trent Balky's greatest move as a general manager. Whoever, whoever said, "Hey, what about what about Ridley up in like?" I like to know, and you know, they never do that. But I like to know. We want to thank our. Uh, West Coast scout in a meeting one day, he put this in my head. He said, he said, hey, Trent, 
Have you ever thought about calling Atlanta and seeing if Ridley's available? I said, that's a hell of an idea. I bet we could get him for a lot less than what he's worth. I tell you what's interesting <laughs> about that, too, is it just so happens to coincide. And, look, the way Zay Jones and Christian Kirk played last year, it wouldn't have been the urgency that it seemed even when they traded for Ridley. Like, when they traded for Ridley, you felt like, wow, we're getting a huge upgrade at the position. Yeah. And then Kirk and Jones went out and had a Ridley kind of year statistically. But point being – this is not a good receiver draft, and it's not a good receiver free agent year. Right. It's a hard year to add an impact impact at that position, and so I'd say they did pretty well with the two that they grabbed last year and now adding Ridley. But if you factor out, Dan, the number of games that Ridley's played with his catches and his yards and his touchdowns, mm-hmm. if he plays to that average, yeah, he'll have 85 catches, 1,200 yards, nine, to- nine scores, which is about exactly what Christian Kirk had last year. But the, the, the difference is you got another guy capable of that, and he's – by every measure, route running, separation, belief around the league, he's don't get don't get it twisted. He's the number one receiver on this team. I was perusing social media yesterday. Oh, you'll do that. And somebody made me here on March sixth, which was yesterday. Today being March seventh, Tuesday, uh, twenty twenty three. Hard to imagine. Uh, anyway, uh, I got I got lustful for Jaguars football because somebody. I think it was the Jags, to be honest with you, and I, I should credit them, but uh, I'm not positive. But I think it was the Jags put out their top ten plays. So I just sat there and watched the yeah. top ten plays, and I was like, oh, that was yeah. a great one. Oh, that was a great oh, one. You're speaking oh, about remember was... this. Oh, I enjoyed that one. It was like ten in a row, just well, bang, 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 bang. Because when you have a good year, you got a lot of plays to choose from, and the Jags certainly had a lot of plays to choose from uh, one season ago. So um, the top ten plays were – I mean, you know, again, and we've done – like, I, I tell people now, like, I, I saw somebody in the neighborhood yesterday while I was, you know, the Duke of Pablo Bay just kind of making my way around. One of your many titles. Getting in getting in the walk. That was school yesterday. School was good. <laughs> we had a good class yesterday. We uh, – Teach. I'm going to start calling you teach. Yesterday we broke off into small groups. Nice. And what we did is Are you, we had we had each of the groups pick their favorite sport. Mm-hmm. Tough, tough assignment. They had to pick an athlete mm-hmm. and then come up with a product that they should endorse. It was a test in advertising. I got you. That's what we delve into in my class. Yeah, deep. No, it's not easy. It's fun. You it's guys, not easy. You guys drink beers when you do that or no? We have not drunk beers yeah. yet in the class. Yeah. Maybe take them out next time. Do it. I don't know the ages and the you know, legalities. Brady's or somewhere. <laughs> well, they did come to the show last year in the fall. The last time I taught it in the fall, they all came out to uh, – Sneakers? sneakers for the show. Did one they night. tip some back? You have a couple I didn't, of lushes in there. I don't judge. I don't judge. But anyway, that was that was a good day. Yeah, that was good. But what was I talking about? Um, the ten top ten plays. No, it was something else. No. Anyway, uh, you got me off base when I was well, talking about. Uh, You're something about getting around town yesterday. You're the Duke of Pablo Bay. Oh, the Duke of Pablo Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was stopped and visiting, and and one of the uh, residents. In the Bay, told me that he is a Jaguars fan now. Oh, and I and I what I've said to Jaguar people, good, is that is that if you're not if last year didn't make you a Jaguar fan, nothing will. That was the greatest. I mean, I, that will be that 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 five week period. I mean, we had a little bit. We in '96 we had you know we had something like that. In '17 we had something like that. 22, I mean, I don't know if you could ever – I mean, having to win week after week and playing the kinds of teams we played and 
the comebacks were just incredible. Man. <laughs> That's so fun. God. I got news for you. This offense is just – I, I mean, mean that, we were going to lose to the Baltimore Ravens, and old Trev hit Marvin Jones We're going to lose to the Raiders, too. With a catch, and then the crazy nutty Peterson said, let's go for two, and he zipped that one to Zay, and – they upset the Ravens, and the Cowboys were up 17, and it was all in the second half. Yeah. Uh, and then Trevor rolled out and got a good block from, I think it was Man Hurts, and, and then hit Zay, Zay Jones, Jones yeah. for the tutty. And Zay, showed up, Zay showed up two or three times in that, didn't he? Zay had the two-point conversion. Yeah. He had that catch as well, yeah. And then, yeah. We, you know, shoot, we were losing to the dadgum Josh Dobbs-led Tennessee Titans. Yeah, what a defensive play that and was. And then we had that play. And then we had, you know, again, in the overtime, the Cowboys are at midfield. And yeah. old Dak threw us a pick. And we and, and Jenkins returned that. I mean, and that then fantastic. I haven't even mentioned the Chargers Yeah, yet. come back. It's the greatest game. And, by the way, and now, and now you can look. And next year at home, 49ers, Chiefs, Bengals, mm. Ravens. Mm. What a juicy home schedule. And so here I am in March. I'm sort of jonesing for a little Jag football as I see Calvin oh. Ridley and uh, by the way, your little, your little hop into the top ten plays, welcome to my YouTube world. I've seen that same thing, but also the top ten from about eight different players. Okay. All kinds of stuff out there. It's no, good. You're no. right. When you win, it's a lot more fun to watch that kind of stuff, isn't it? What do you What do you make of uh, – by the way, uh, yes, scoreboard Peter King over ESPN's group of experts – who were yeah, saying, I told you. Yeah, we're saying lean yeah. Jets, and yesterday he goes with the You know, Saints. it's funny you brought that up. I was thinking about this yesterday after we talked about it in the afternoon. I was like, it's amazing that Peter King never went to ESPN. Yeah. Peter King, to me, is the preeminent. Now, I read his column every week, and, and I soak it up. I mean, I love it. I, it's like Monday morning appointment for me. I know. And so, uh, in season and off season. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and, but he never went to, as he, now that guy's a good, good information man. Yeah. People tell him stuff. You know, he's, he's much better than Schuchter. I think it's Schefter. Adam Schefter. Yeah, he's a gray. Schefter? Schefter, yeah. Okay. Schefter. Anyway, I think Peter King is always, but anyway, Peter King said, and he, he talks to the, and he even said in his column yesterday, he goes, you know, I used to try to get, get with the players, but now I like to talk to the, GMs and stuff and gather information. Yeah. And he does. He gets great info. Well, Carter so, of the Saints doesn't scare me a bit. And this is uh, that. welcome to you're ba- basically Carr now on the Saints is Carr all those years on the Raiders. The Saints are the Raiders. Uh, That's uh, who you're going to be. You're going to be and, somewhere uh, between 6 and 11 and 9 and 8. And I, I kind of feel that way too. I, I guess if you're the Saints, you're like, all right, look, this doesn't preclude us from grabbing a quarterback. Um, but this makes us better than Andy Dalton and Jameis. I don't know what's happened to Jameis Winston. I guess injury. Well, he's never any good. I mean, I don't – nothing – Threw for 5,000 yards one tell, year. Yeah, and 32 interceptions. Yeah, he did throw a bunch of picks. 32, <laughs> dude. But he never got, like, a second chance. He had a bunch of chances. He did? Yeah. Right. He got the job. It was handed to him. He had it for a lot of years. So he's no he good? He never did anything. I mean, I, no, he's not. Right. He's a backup, I think. He's a backup. The Saints do, too, obviously. Yeah. Andy Dalton, could, backup. You Carson Wentz, backup. Right. But Baker Mayfield, backup. Baker up. Mayfield. Remember, Mayfield was linked to the Saints there. It looked like Baker he might. Baker Mayfield, ha- where is he going? I don't know. Maybe he ends up staying with the Rams as the backup. I don't know. I don't know what they do. Wow. Man, it, it changes so fast in the NFL. Man. Different ways to do it. You can build a long-running program and get there every see, year. Baker Mayfield got shuttled out because the Browns think they got somebody better. Like, if they hadn't gotten Deshaun Watson, would Baker Mayfield still be the quarterback of the Browns Boy, or I, they had I, moved on? That's a good question. 
because there was some friction there, it seemed, all along. I yeah. don't, you know, I don't. Did he make a mistake by doing the commercials and such out of the gate? I don't or know. Or was that I, just like, look, no, I'm going to make some money, man. Why would I say no to and that? And you're the number one pick. I think you do what you do. Yeah. You know, you do. Yeah, I mean, Trevor's making commercials. Should he not be? No, but Trevor's good. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> that being said. I mean, Baker may, uh, the quarterbacks remain such a topic. I mean, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, they're going to franchise him again, right? I mean, they're yeah, going to franchise him a first time. Oh, he won franchise last I year? I don't think so. I think this was this last year. They just didn't pick up the option. Oh. I believe. Man, that is just a. He was, what, the 18 draft? 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, yeah. he's going into 23. So Wow. They'll just franchise him. And, and by the way, I, I think there is a difference between the two quarterbacks rumored to be franchised yesterday are Daniel Jones mm-hmm. and Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they have to, they can take opposite – I think the Giants can take either strategy. The, would you, would the you, Ravens have to use the exclusive. You can't put him out there to be had. Nobody, oh, okay. no, nobody's giving the Giants two first-rounders and Daniel Jones the money he wants, are they? Two first-round picks for Daniel Jones, and you oh, have to pay him no. the, and pay him the forty no. million dollars no. that he wants, right? No, no, no. Whereas Lamar, if you got to give up two first rounds for Lamar, somebody do that, won't they? And pay him, won't you? Yeah. And if you're the if you're an NFL team that needs a quarterback, if you're the Panthers or the Falcons or or I keep throwing the Falcons in there, like Ritter's not around, but uh, yeah, you know, if if you're one of those teams, look. <laughs> True words are never spoken, and we finally got a better quarterback, and he just happens to be among the best, and it puts us in a whole different category. And, man, is the, I'm not sure that the long-term arrow has ever been pointing more solidly up in Jacksonville than it is right now, and we doggone sure deserve it because we've been laying in the desert. Park. Yeah, and then you throw in Doug Peterson, who knows what he's doing in terms of schematics and calling plays. And a second up. year for everyone, right? Yeah. Everyone yeah. way more comfortable, familiar. Very good. The, the, the chemistry that's going to develop between guys just knowing what they're going to do. I mean, it yeah. is looking so sky high up. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'll be curious to see how, you know, the fan base responds, the plans going forward with the stadium, new state. It's, it's all time. It's all time for all this to, to start happening, and it's going to be ex- an exciting time. In Jacksonville, and I hope that, you know, however they work things out, we can get the state because the stadium is old and decrepit. It's amazing how fast they age, but, you know, it's the oldest. We have rats. Yeah, we we have rats. They got weights in the fish. We got rats in the kitchen. We got rats in the kitchen, eh? I mean, we got rats, dude. I mean, that's all you need to say. Yeah, can't have rats. Can't have rats. Got to be first class. And they'll, you know, the, 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 uh, Practice facility will be open. Yeah, Offices. and it's beautiful too. It looks yeah. a lot. It's going to look uh, modern I, I and mean, nice. Yeah, and it's it's. Does all. that mean like for training camp and whatnot when we're there, we'll be out of the hot sun or no? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I might. I don't want to crack a sweat that one time I go down there this summer. <laughs> I, mean, I go in for one. Yeah, I, I'm, I asked that question for everyone else when I said. <laughs> When You're I said concerned us. for the other media members? No, for the Googans. For, oh, go to the oh. event. I mean it. I did mean it more big picture. When okay. you go down there yeah, now, sure. is, is it indoor or no? Retractable? Do we know? We no got, one knows. We got all kinds of stuff down there. Yeah, I mean, I hear all you. kinds of, all kinds of open. Sure. And, I mean, you got an indoor practice facility right there. Yeah. I mean, so they could still use that. So, could have put uh, a roller rink in there. Yeah, roller roller derby would be a sure. fun sport. Yeah, be a fun sport. So we got a lot to do today. We're live at the players' brunch with the tour coming up a little bit later in the show. We'll have guests galore throughout the rest of the week. Yeah, uh, we got. Uh, uh, I, I just. I mean. We always look forward to first timers on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and it's always a good time. But I mean, my my man over here, he's just just you're so excited. 
at the prospects of oh, yeah. Taylor Montgomery joining us here in the first time. He'll look at me like, who are you? Yeah. And He'll have no idea. I'll look at him yeah. gazingly. And you'll like, be, my you'll, man! And you'll be trying so hard to, to, but here's rec- what, to make him recollect. And eventually, yeah, yeah. eventually he'll, he'll pretend. He'll just pretend. He'll, right? pretend. he'll just give in. Oh, yeah, I remember. That was fun. Good time. How y'all doing? That's yeah, what yeah, yeah. Do you still have any of his Taylor Montgomery practice balls? No, but I did take. You, you didn't you have you had a couple? No, it wasn't his. Oh, I thought you had one that said Montgomery on it. No, no. Oh. no. What I did I what was when we went there. We I've told the story a million times. I won't tell the whole story, but I went there minus golf clubs and yeah. with nothing. Good thinking. And well, they told us we couldn't play. Yeah. We had booked the tee time, and then they said we're having a professional tournament. Then you had a guy who like, worked the professional system. tournament, and then uh, uh, KB, uh, one of my buddies. Was at the bar a day early. Nice. And complaining That's kind of my about kind it. of guy. And the, guy right said, there. And, the, and the guy at the bar said, Hey, talk to this guy. And the guy said, Come play in the pro am. So he said, Okay. So we all had to rent clubs and such. Did you well, have to pay to play in the pro am or they just no, let you play? They gave yeah, us because some, they needed it filled. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You understand? I know you don't, I don't care, understand. but that's I don't what understand. I understand. I understand. No, I'm saying that's a good yeah. grip. We might yeah. should like attack. Let's attack vacation mode, yeah. corn ferry stops, yeah. and then amble over and well, see if they need think, some seat fillers. I don't think you could get a better stop than that That's one what as far I mean. as the course. That's what I'm saying. Although they tell me we were in Exuma, and then when they play, they play two back-to-back at a different island, and they say the other one is mm. unbelievable. But I don't know how you could top it, but they say they do. But anyway, so I was like, well, I, you know, the golf balls in the, at, at, at that Sandals Resort were like, $30 for a three-pack, and I'm like, hmm. So they gave us some practice balls there, and might have had to put a few of those in the old uh, All right. in Cut, the old bag. A <laughs> couple of things when we come back. We're going to talk a lot of golf today. We continue to talk Jaguars as they they, they, they begin the fine-tuning this offseason. Ridley, yeah. Ridley official. Ingram gets the franchise tag. We'll see if something uh, more comes out of that. But uh, there's a couple of things in sports that caught my eye. Uh, e, first, your guy LeBron. He just, I mean, just oh, no. stop it. Stop oh. it, LeBron. What do you do? Just stop. I'll oh. tell you what he said. All right. You stop it, man. No, no. I'll tell, boy, you, e. I'll tell you what he said. That a boy, E. I'll tell you, you fight what he for said. The king, e. I don't know if even E. If you fight he, for the king, e. e. E, do you know what I'm talking about? What he said. Don't say what it is, but do you know what I'm talking about? What, I do. What, what LeBron yeah. said yesterday. Just stop it, Fight please. for the king, E. Uh, also, <laughs> there, there's a, you know, there, this happens so much in sports. That, yes, sir. That we do not, I think, give proper homage and respect to what certain either teams or athletes or in this case, countries do. A geographical perspective on just who is the overwhelming favorite to win. I don't want to talk about the World Baseball Classic. I don't want to talk about what it is, how it goes. But there is one, and much like the World Cup, somehow we're not the best. Yeah. And, and who is, is probably got population less than the state of Florida. Yeah, we should be the best. Yeah, right? Yeah, and we're not. All right, anyway, uh, that and more as we return. It's a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday as we start our live broadcast this week from the players. We're at Sawgrass Square, right as you walk in the Davis Love the Third gate. Oh, yeah. I'd like you to tell everybody, Jeff Prosser, what I've done here in the uh, tent. You have written um, on the, the – the, the, is that dew? Is that what that – condensation is on, yeah. like, the wood paneling yeah. of – of our facility here, and Dan wrote with his hand, sweat, and now, like, the water's dripping off of each letter. It looks like a scene from, like, <laughs> Halloween or something. I, I think our guy's gone serial killer since we last saw him. But Look yeah, at the drops of sweat. It's run- it is fascinating, and though he's done nothing but stare at this creation yeah. for the last I think it's uh, three and a half minutes. You told me in the break that you, quote, you quote, called me out. For why I wasn't here when you started, you said I was embarrassed or yes. sheepish about you screaming. Yes. Bro. 
It's Dude, true. Do you know how many screams I've sat through through much more uncomfortable situations than this one? That's not why I left. I had to, you know, take care of some Mother Nature. That's all uh. I'm saying. Remember this number for me. Yes. You ready? I'm ready. Uh, welcome back, everyone. By the way, we're live yeah. at the players starting today all the way through Friday, bringing you the uh, very best from uh, both inside and outside the ropes. That's how I like to say it. Um, and it's a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. So remember this number. You ready? I'm ready. 11.12 million. Okay. 11.12 million. Got it. Okay. It's now, seared in my mind. I'm going to ask you a question. All right. Is 11.12 million mm-hmm. more or less than 21.78 million? It's much less. It's, it's yeah, so, over 10 million. So less. it's 22 million basically to 11 million. It's almost twice as many people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, 20, 22 million is the population of the uh, state of Florida. Okay. Which. Uh, Dan, again, just, I don't know, set me straight here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Here in Florida, we play baseball all year here? Oh, yes, we so do. So, 22 million, uh, I don't know how many are up and coming. Um, you know, I don't know how many are, are, are up and coming baseball players, but nonetheless, they certainly have the ability to play as much baseball as we want here. So, 22 million in Florida alone. I haven't gotten to Texas or California or Georgia no. or mm. any of the other places where they play great ba- baseball oh, yeah. across this country. Lots right. of great places. So, remember that. 22 million. That's the population here in Florida. Mm-hmm. And then, again, I don't, I'm not trying to break down here mm-hmm. uh, line by line, you know, the, the contenders at the World Baseball Classic because that's uh, coming up here. It's happening again. Yeah. Right. We do this every year. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll explain that in a second. Which yeah. is exactly what's going on here. Um, <laughs> uh, but I will say this: of all the nations that are there at the World Baseball Classic, yes, where should the USA be ranked in like the power poll? I mean, we got to be in the top. We should be ranked one, but I mean, we're three. Three's not good. Okay, we're three. And never mind our total population, which I believe now is about three hundred and fifty million. Is Barrank a one? Uh, Puerto Rico is just behind us. No, at, okay. at 11 million, uh-huh. with a population of 11 million, mm-hmm. half the size of Florida, the Dominican Republic apparently has a better baseball wow. team than we do. Is that, I mean, seriously. Here's what they got. Here, here They're going to try, but this is just kind of a list of names I have. Uh, the Cy Young winner. Yeah. Uh, Sandy Alcantara down at, uh, at at Miami. Okay. Uh, they'll also throw Christian Javier, you know, from Houston. Oh, yeah. So that's a pretty good one-two uh, duo to go along with Johnny Cueto and another couple of young guys. they got a really Jeez. good got a really good um, bullpen. And you remember the kid out at uh, Seattle had such a good year? What was his name? Julio Rodriguez? Yeah. Is that him, right? Terrific rookie of the year player? Yeah. Yeah, he's on the team. Okay. How about Juan Soto? He any good? Oh, dear. Um, what about Soto's teammate, Manny Machado? Would you like him in your lineup? Oh boy. We'll throw in Rafael Devers, Wander Franco, Jeremy Pena. Uh, coming off the bench, Willie Adamez. Um, uh, I mean. That's a heck of a team. And by the way, they have Vlad Jr., but he's not on the not playing. He didn't want to play? That's out of 11 million, dude. I just got, I mean, 10 players out of 11. What, I mean, basically the odds are if you're born in the Dominican, you got one in 100 to be in like a baseball all-star apparently. Wow. It's That's incredible. a good team. Right? Who's second? Um, Ahead of. Uh, yeah, 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 I got you. U.S. of A. I think it might have been Venezuela. No, Venezuela's fourth. That's Acuna and those guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Japan. Japan. I I don't know. Japan, by the way. Uh, I don't think my guy's going. Uh, Senga. Japan is, has won. Um, they're, they're a former champion. Dominican yeah. has won. Mm-hmm. Um, Dominican would match Japan with two WBC uh, titles. Dominican won in 2013. Anyway, I know, they na- I know Puerto Rico named Francisco Lindor their captain. The well, other and they're, Lind- they got Lindor and Baez there up the middle. Yeah. yeah. 
right? Mm-hmm. They got they got um, they got a good squad as well. I don't know. I told you I've never really been interested in this. I seem to be more interested. Yeah, in not, the, uh, this go round. I could care less. Yeah, I know you can. I, the, the I'm, point, trying to, I'm trying to re- understand why my one of my starters has a stress fracture in his rib. Who? One of your baseball starters? Yeah, Jose. Jose Quintana. No, it's too bad. He's going to be out for a few months. Well, you know. Pete I mean, Peterson's going to have to come and deal. We'll use him in the Brave series because he seems to pitch well against you guys. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm being either too hard or too sensitive. Okay. What are we doing here? About what? This is a... This is a K no. I mean, what are we doing? Things are happening. This is man. going right. I don't. This is no good. Yeah, we'll fix it later. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, they're lifting up our, you know, whatever curtains here, and it's blinding. Um, Sweat. Ma- maybe I'm just. Eo, tell me I'm just being too hard. Maybe this is. Uh, yeah. Maybe this is. This is playful. But mm-hmm. LeBron James, while uh, he wasn't playing, right? Et. No, so maybe, he's serious. Cl- yeah, no, and, he, and also he's not playing basketball oh, right correct. now either, right? Correct. So, oh. I mean, as good as LeBron is all time, his current value is zero, right? Some zero because he's not playing. He's not playing, right? right? Not playing at all. So my man um, <laughs> went on Twitter. Twitter mm-hmm. fingers. Said this, man, Bronny definitely better than some of these cats I've been watching on League Pass today. Oh, no, he did <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My son's better than you guys. Oh, yeah, that's boy. that's what he went with. No, he didn't. <laughs> hey, LeBron, here's another list for you. I got ten teams in the West better than you. You know, oh, may, no. maybe he just eye on the ball, man. Oh, dear. by the way, they say LeBron's younger kid is better, and he's already big like LeBron. He's like six six already. He's not going to be small. Right? Really? Yeah. I he, saw something on that. The, he's like a tenth grader, a ninth or a tenth grader, and apparently yeah. he's he's coming with maybe even more potential than uh, interesting. Then Bronny showed. The crazy thing is, Bronny's not even the best on his team, let alone the NBA. Oh, he's not. Bronny, <laughs> come on, man. You can't say Bronny's better than guys that are in the NBA. That's ridiculous. Settle down, Bron. That's a little ridiculous. No, I mean. That's setting up. Is that not a little disrespectful? I mean, just a little bit. I get it. You just <laughs> set the bit. scoring record. You're the man. I got you. But come on, man. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> just a tad bit. <laughs> I'd like to thank you for uh, making me some money last night. I degenerately saw the Hawks were playing the Heat, so you told me the Heat always beat the Hawks. Did I scare so you? I laid some money down on the Heat, and they took care of business. Did it, did it? Did Just it. played them on the money line. Well, it's a good thing because the Hawks backdoor covered that game. Did you see yeah. that? No. They hit it like they hit a three. They're down six. Mm-hmm. They're either down or they're down five, and the spread is like four, and they mm-hmm. hit a three. Like I mean, Miami salted the game away with less than a second. They hit a like a long three. Mm-hmm. From Dejounte Murray to make it a two-point game, but uh, not to be lost in all that is the fact that they led by 18 in the first half. I'll ask you. I'll ask you both one question. I hate the Hawks. Why do you bring them up? I'm happy. I mean, it's a golden day here at the players. The sun rises. Yeah. and blinds me off of the, both the dew and the straight-ahead shot. I'll ask you both one question here. I swear that was the same three guys as last year, too. Like, the same three dudes. All right, so what happened was we were in this tent that has been constructed for us, and <laughs> Richie had the sun in his eyes, so he put down the tarp so of course the we sun did. would block out. Well, no, the tarps are down when we get here. Yeah. Yeah, but then yeah, he, yeah. Put, he, put the, he puts it down. Yeah, and we have a lamp. And we have a lamp. We're fine. And 
guys as Richie puts it down. The crew comes up and they just roll it. Right and they down. and by the way, they roll it up, so it's a real pain to get it down. Again. Oh yeah, like the way we had it, we just kind of tie it back. Yeah, we just kind of. I don't know why the they side. feel so compelled to barge in here and start yeah. taking over our house. I don't but. even think they understand we're on the radio. They literally were yeah. less than a foot away from me. I know it was fantastic. Right. It shows the professionalism that I carry that I'm able I mean, to continue I mean, without I mean, being phased. Dropping a little Spanish on him in the break you is did. doing no good. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing here? You tried. No bueno. Yeah, you <laughs> tried. So um, where was I going? I oh, I have a question to ask you guys. Yeah. If the New York Knicks had traded R.J. Barrett for Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. this offseason. And ooh. signed Brunson? And Yeah, they, were, they yeah. already had Brunson. Okay. Where would they, would they be? How much better would they be, I guess? What are they, a four? Yeah. Could they, 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 could they, they have won a championship is, I guess, the question I'm asking. Probably not. Could they yeah, have won the know East? About it. Yeah. No, no, I don't no. think so. I, I, think they're, I think you're at best third in the East. It's between you and Philly for third in the East to me. And I know you beat the Celtics last time. Yeah. That's not my point, but I would still. Donovan Mitchell carries. I would, I, mean, I, would, he is. I would roll with the Celtics. All right. Donovan Mitchell is. Oh, man, they're cooking the burgers and the dogs and stuff. It's just killing me, man. Playing well. He had 40 points last night. Celtics' third straight game, they've blown a 15-point yeah, lead. It happens, right? Now These they, teams in the NBA again, go through their dog days. It was a rough game Sunday night. It went two overtime, so we needed a little load management for the boys. So Tatum and Horford didn't, they didn't play. play. Yeah. So, you know, it's just unbelievable the, 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 the softness of the NBA player today. Unbelievable. That it, it is. I mean, it's, it is. I mean, you look. It, it is just, remarkable to look look back at the super. Just the last generation oh, of superstars. They played all the time. All they never, the time. They. This is all your your the golden child's fault, Mister Smarter than everyone in the world, Popovich. It's all Coach Poopy Pop's fault. He yes. started this nonsense. <laughs> By the way, how's the best coach in basketball now? They don't have four Hall of Famers. Yeah, he's he terrible. sucks. Yeah. He just wanders around with his hair disheveled, Nobody making can, fun hey, of a, hey. of reporters. He's a jackass. Nobody cares anymore either. So right. when you act that way, it, nobody Correct. sees it. Nobody cares. Right. You know, it used to be fun in the playoffs when it wasn't fun, but it was when, polarizing. When uh, you know one of the one of the ladies would yeah, go up to him and try sure. to ask him a question, yeah, and, and he'd, he'd just be a, be a jerk. jerk, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I never liked that guy, even when they were winning. I liked their players, but now, how good are you now, there, Pop? Pop's not you good, know. but he's trying to hold on for Wimbayana. If I get Wimbayana, I'm going to stay. Yeah. If I don't get Wimbayana, well, I'm going to go drink wine. That team, I'm not sure it's enough. Probably not. Anyway, hey, I had a, uh, I had a thought about our uh, Jaguars as we you talked in your downtime with Dan. Another ex- uh, excellent job. Thank you, friend. But you're you're talking about just how excited you are. What right. a difference a year makes in the offensive weaponry that this team's going to have in the in the. You know, and under the tutelage and guidance of a Doug Peterson. So I thought I would go into the stats here in the break. And let's uh, figure out what the highest scoring offensive season in Jack's history is and whether or not that is going down this year based on now Calvin Ridley in the fold and Evan Ingram at least assured of being here for one more year with the franchise tag yesterday. So all that and more. It's Cal and Chuck Accessories mm. Tuesday Brunch with the Tours. Hey. Coming up here shortly as well. Do mean? we have a prize pack to hand out today? We got a little razzle-dazzle, man. What you got, E? We got a, ve- a pair of very important people tickets oh. to the Celtic. You hear me? The Celtic Music and Heritage Fest yes. in St. Augustine on March 11th. So there will, just for the record, Al Horford will not be there. He won't. Jason Tatum will not be there. Load management. Okay. All right. They got load management, so no Celtics will be there. I've covered those Celtic games a lot way back in the day, man. They do some some wild feats of strength in that thing. Yeah, they throw some, like, It's a lot like Festivus. That's all I'm saying. They pick up trees and throw (laughs) them. Throw them up over stuff. These, 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 These big, like. 
anvil-looking things. It's a good party. 641-1010. Be kind. Be courteous. Plus, you can wear your kilt. It gives you that time of year that you can wear that kilt that we all have at home somewhere. Get that nice breeze cooking. It's wonderful. Not a bad idea in the summer. All right. We are uh, back. We're live at the Players. It's time for me to put uh, Dan Dan Hicken and his Jaguar historian. Oh, boy. Time to put him to the test. Let me grab Dan. I love that. I think kids call these the cheaters. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Reading glasses here. So I gotcha. Can, I'm operating off my phone here. Okay. I'm going to set. This is going to tell you the direction I'm leaning, which should provide the uh, personal challenge to you. Okay. I'm going to set the over-under mm-hmm. at two and a half. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play the under mm-hmm. with the question. Okay. Name for me the three teams in Jaguars history. So 20, what, eight years. Okay. The Jaguars. I've seen them all. The Jaguars three times mm-hmm. have scored at least four hundred points. Okay. I need you to tell me those three Jaguars teams. What three seasons did the Jaguars score at least four hundred points in? Again, the over under is two and a half. I'm going to play the under. It's a hard question. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's it's a, but. You know, I, yeah. I play the under because you know that nobody knows more sports trivia historical facts than we do. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I'm not going to fade you very often. This is an homage to how difficult I think the question is. All right, I'll say I'm going to go with one that I think is somewhat obvious. But when you win 14 games, I'll say 99 is one. And the game ends, huh? right? <laughs> That's why I put it at two and a half. You want to yeah. you know, now? Damn now, now, in fairness, yeah. The 99 team scored 396 points, and at the time, it was the uh, franchise record, and it held um, all the way until the first team to score 400 points. If you do not recall this team this this way, but I guess we should with Mojo and Fred, the 20, 2007 Jags. I do. 411 points. Yeah, they were a very – I've said this before – that team was capable. We just ran into the Patriots, and we didn't have. We needed. We were the Ravens. We needed a number one receiver. We never had one that right. year. Was the set? Was that the the second Patriot? Was that the Denny Northcutt game? Yeah, it wasn't the. No, no, it was that one up there when yeah. they were undefeated, two thousand seven, yeah. and that dropped te- it just before the half. Yeah, we could have. We could have had a lead at half. That team could have gone to the Super Bowl. They were that good at running the football, and they beat the Steelers. They that year yeah. they became the first to ever beat the Steelers twice in Pittsburgh in the same year, and then the team turned around and did it again. Yeah, um, and they did it in two thousand seventeen, which is the team that holds the Jaguars' all time record for points. 2017. That's amazing. Oh, you know why? Defense, defense scores. scored 11. Yeah, yeah I should have got that. Yeah. And yeah. this isn't broken down by offense and defense, so if it's strictly how much did the offense score, I, I can't help it. We're no, going no, with total no. scoring, right? No, no, no. Uh, and then last year's team became only the third in history. They barely did it, but 400. Now they have an extra game. Yeah. So take away their 24. Average per game. They're, they're 24 yeah. points a game average. They'd only have 380, and that put them more uh, middle of the pack. So uh, the four, they scored 404 last year. Mm-hmm. The the franchise record is four seventeen. Okay. They add Calvin Ridley, a year of seasoning in the same system under Doug Peterson, an emerging perhaps after all generational quarterback. I would say I would say this. If I would say this. The Jaguars if the Jaguars want to go to the heights that a lot of folks think they can, they have to score more than four they have to set the franchise record for most points in a season. Okay. I would say that. Now I my, think that's a fair statement. I, mean, I, I do too. And by the way, um, 
if there were such a bet to be made, I would lay it against any odds. They will, okay? This is your spot lock of the day. They will set the franchise record in scoring next year. Mm-hmm. They will score more than 417 points. That They scored 404 last year just finding themselves in a game less, right, mm-hmm. than, than the 2017 team that, that won it all. Now, just for perspective, mm-hmm. by the way, we got the latest to McShay mock draft we're going to get to when we come back uh, on the it. other side. And after the combine, maybe we can really start honing in on what the Jags may do with that spot at at, uh, at 24. If you look at this year's – who who led the NFL in, in scoring this year? Who? Yeah. What team? What would you think? Was it the Chiefs? Their their yards. I'm that's who I would have gone with with scoring, but I'm about to. Is it the Bills? Uh, I'm gonna go right here. Um, it was uh, Kansas City, twenty nine point two points a game. Mm-hmm. Jaguars were twenty three point eight. Let's see. Um, to, if they only if the Jags score only one more point a game, they'll break that record because they had. Um, the record is 417. Last mm-hmm. year they averaged 23.8. 24.9 gets you 424. So, yeah, they're going to smash the record. Can they – how high can they go? Like how many points a game can the, can the Jaguars average? They got to – I mean, they need to be at the, the, the kind of like 27, 28 range. You know, we talk so much about – we talk about defense and winning championships. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is amazing how far you go down. All right, the game has changed. Number just in order: Kansas City Super Bowl, Philly Super Bowl, the two Super Bowl teams, Dallas playoffs, Buffalo playoffs, Detroit lost playoffs on the last day, game oh, of the yeah. season, San Francisco, Minnesota, Cincinnati, Seattle, Jacksonville, Miami. They were a playoff team, right? Lost to the Bills round one. Miami. There's another one, and then and then uh, one break with Vegas, and then the then the Chargers. So. Like twelve of the top fourteen scoring teams in the league made the playoffs. You've got to score points, and again with with the most offensive re- league now. Most recent developments um, uh, yesterday, it you know we we are headed toward that you know mid fours. I think you average twenty six points a game, you score four hundred fifty points. You know that's what Detroit did last year. I would not be surprised to see the Jaguars join. Uh, to join that that level, I said we'll get into the McShay's latest mock draft. Oh yeah, on the other side, and I have a question for you too. When it comes, to, I mean, we are certainly now in just to the fine tuning this offense stage of the offseason. There's not a whole lot that needs to be added, right? But there is a little. How would we do that? And more when we return. It's Catlin Chuck Accessories too uh, Tuesday as we broadcast you uh, live from TPC Sawgrass. Put your hands together, E. It's a beautiful day out here. Oh, oh we are live at the uh, TPC Sawgrass Stadium Force. It's uh, just an unbelievable venue. If you've never been, do yourself a favor. Come out here. PGA Tour did a terrific thing on social media uh, yesterday. What or did I don't they do? Know. They put it out yesterday. I don't know. A couple months ago, they came out. And they spent one day out here at number 17, the iconic hole of all holes. That's the most, island green, right? Yeah, it's the most iconic hole in golf. And, and so they said, all right, let's see what we got here. 95 amateurs came through that day. 95 amateurs played number 17. And understand this. If you play out here 
you're probably a decent golfer, I would say. I, I would think more so than not. In other words, if you went and took a, a, a slice of, the, of those 95 golfers versus 95 golfers who maybe play at uh, you the know, home course, the today. home course, the 95 who play here are probably more accomplished because it's damn expensive to play out here. And if you're going to put that kind of money in or you maybe just want to play it once, whatever the reason, not everyone is great. But nonetheless, you would think they're a little bit better than you'd see at a certain course. So the 95, though, they weren't they didn't come here as 95 and play the whole. No. They just as they went through their round on this particular day, there's 95 okay. people in the in the PGA Tour sat at 17 and captured the moments. 95 golfers. Now, the average uh, balls in the water by the pros since 2013, I believe, is .12. Of those 95 golfers, there were 102 balls that went into the water. (laughs) Wow. More than one per. And it's worth looking at because... So, over 100% versus just about 10%. Yes. So, yeah, over one shot. And, And some... A few put three in and then, you know, would give up or move on. But And, again, uh, uh, it's they played from 131 yards, I think. Uh, they, you know, um, and, and, and it's it's you could see the disappointment in a lot of their faces as you watched it. And they got they captured two guys. One guy made a birdie, put it on there, and he rolled it a long putt. One guy stuck it to, like, to, like, a foot and a half, and just was so excited. And well, it's definitely the so, highlight. Whenever yeah. you play out here and your golf buddies, the first thing they ask you is not what'd you shoot, right? Not how'd you play, right. right? What'd you get on seventeen? So anyway, it was it was it's a neat look if you want to look at it. It gives you a you know, and again, there are some horrible shots, and then there's some high ones to the left, and one guy went high le- left, and then he went high right, and one guy. One guy not did, an easy game. No, one guy <laughs> did what I did one time, where you hit the green, but it hits hard. It's moving fast, and it hits the the the, the back uh, rails, the wood rails, and bounces back on the green. And yeah. he, so he was he was pumped up about that. Sure. So I mean, it's, so it's it's just, uh, but it's a neat look, and it shows you how difficult a shot. It, and it does it is deflating, I think, for some golfers. Because some golfers come there and they they've got it in there and they start seeing it on sixteen and you know sixteen seventeen and eighteen are the are the most well known holes obviously of probably any golf course and especially PGA golf tournaments because those are the ones that we watch the most that's where they're decided and eighteen here is so difficult and sixteen's the par five and you you see seventeen when you get to sixteen you know it's coming you get excited about it and the, you see the you see these uh, some of these folks missing their shots and just the <sighs> that's a bummer. You know? Well, and you also, there's also this. It's not the third hole or the fifth hole. If right. you come out here and play this as an amateur, you right. build all day to that 17. Correct. You start thinking about it when you're making the turn. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's been so long, Dan, and I've played the hole so many times. Mm. I've done charity shots at the hole. Mm. I, it, it would be fun to wipe your slate clean and, and play the hole for the first time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, we and you, the same deal. You're lucky yeah. enough that we've hit – you know, I've hit a ball into that green hundreds of times now through the years for different reasons. I think one guy said, you know, I was hitting the ball 135 yards all day with 135 to 140 with the nine iron all day. And it's just there's something different about it and the water and such. But nonetheless, it's a, if you got – it's like five minutes long. It's pretty good. It's, the PGA Tour put it on Twitter. I saw it yesterday, and I thought that was pretty cool. So. All right, we got brunch with the tour coming up bottom of the hour. Yeah. We'll talk more about this mm-hmm. year's uh, yes. event. I, I kind of asked you a question before we went. Uh-huh. Give me the one or two or three. I mean, is the offense not pretty much a 
a done deal. Oh, by the way, chips under overpass at JTP westbound 295. All right. Well, that's a that's a speed trap alert brought to you by, by yes. Catlin on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. What was your question? This offense, as is, if they didn't add a single other thing, are they not a top five offense, top ten offense? Well, they were top ten last year. Okay. Though, they should be Top better. five. Yeah. If they don't add anything, they don't draft anyone, they don't put sign anyone in free agency, they just strictly go with everyone minus Jawan Taylor. That's where we're at now. We've added Calvin Ridley. Every single other major player on the I offense think the is hope back. would be they'd be a top-five offense. I would, too. Yeah. Yet, that's not what they're going to do. They're going to fine-tune a little bit. There's still mm-hmm. a couple of positions that you can mm-hmm. – is there one – now, so I, I think we could all agree there's three. Mm-hmm. There's there's running back, whether it's a backup or a specialty back. Mm-hmm. There's – Tight end, just mm-hmm. a more prototypical, mm-hmm. you know, block, block and run tight end. And then there's a need for another tackle to kind of keep that cycle of regeneration going, right? Assuming, because the word's coming in, Juwan Taylor's getting offered 17, 18 million. He is not going to be back. He would think not. Yeah, he's yeah. going to take that money, and he should. He yeah. played good, good for him. He, he helped. Yeah. He helped turn it around here, and then set a great standard for next year. And I, th- I think personally, Walker Little will be every bit as, as good. They're a similar player, right? Okay. Of those three positions, mm-hmm. where would you prioritize? Like, you know, which would you use the higher draft pick on? Which would you spend the more money on? And, again, I don't think any of them you're getting super high draft picks or a lot of money spent. But which of those three? Is it that emerging tight end? Can can Luke Farrell still be that guy? Is he still in contention for that? Is it is it a tackle? Maybe as high as round one or two to, to recycle there? And, and the running back is going to be a, I'd go, a later pick. I'd go this order. Running back, tight end, tackle. In how you approach it or in what you think is most valuable? Most valuable. Because you're getting, you're getting to a point here. I love ETN. I love him. And, but that's all I got. You know what's funny, though? This and is, I worry about him. This is an odd. This is he odd. runs hard. This is odd to me. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. You said running back, tackle, tight end? No, running back, tight end, All right, tackle. you say running back, tight end, tackle. Mm-hmm. You know what the, the funny thing is? The running back will be the third to get addressed, as far as the the value that they hand someone in free agency or the round they pick them in the draft. The running back will go. The running back is going to come, I think, later than the title and the, ta- uh, the than the tight end and the tackle. Maybe, or maybe they just say, you know what, the rich get richer. Bijan Robinson's available at twenty four. Everyone says he's a game breaker. I mean, do you do that? Wow, is that dumb? Is it dumb to take a running? Uh, if you have a, you know, yes, yeah, it is right. Because our guy's an every-down guy. Yeah. I but you say, ought to be I able to find yes. one around four or five. You yeah. should. Find you a G- Jimmy Robinson, but one that fits your yeah. scheme and style because obviously yeah. he didn't. Yeah. yeah. All right, McShay's, I, McShay's got a mock. Do you think he'll go? Now, all that being said, the offense is fine. They, they very likely may not use the pick on offense till round four. Who knows? The defense right. is what needs to be markedly improved. Correct. So, so McShay has his latest mock draft out. I had, let's hear the top. Part because I'm, I'm curious about I'm curious about the Jalen Carter situation. Okay, he um, seems to be falling in the top five in the others, but we'll see. Yeah, so I'm curious about that. McShay has every reason to gloat, by the way, but he didn't, and I give him credit. But they all crushed him mm-hmm. about Jalen Carter, and I'm assuming that he knew something that everybody else just found out. Right now, the accident happened after he made the statement, but he had heard things that would. He's still right. Yeah. You see what I mean? There are. Oh, the accident was after the statement. Yeah, the statement came in mid-December. The accident was in in mid-January. Sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But but 
He's still right. right. Yeah. Whoever told him that was right because that's what plays out when you have those kinds of concerns. So, I, right, yeah, right, right. for sure. It definitely the, the most you know depressing thing about all that is tends to happen sometimes when things get fiery is just accusations that, you know, skin color or racism had anything to do with it. I mean, Mache is after it, right? Yeah. Anyway. Stewie Moore making his appearance. Oh, he gets ready. Exciting. And bringing food, which is a really nice touch. All right. Um, Top of the draft. I wonder if he'll receipt that and turn it in. I don't know. According to McShay, it it would look like the Colts make the move and they trade. And I think that Houston ends up with the same guy that they would have gotten had they traded up. The more you sit here, the more you realize Houston should just stay at two. They should not give up anything to take the one spot. Well, somebody might jump over. Yeah, but here's the deal. It seems like Indy will jump over them and they want – they want Bryce Young. It feels like the Texans want C.J. Stroud. Am I wrong? Am I just that's me I've just seen, I've assuming seen that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, he has the Colts making the move, and they get Bryce Young at number one. The Texans okay. then come back with C.J. Stroud at number two. Okay. Uh, Will Anderson Jr. falls into the Cardinals' lap at number three. And um, then the Colts are the Bears at four. Take who? The Bears trade down again. Oh. This time to the Raiders. Okay. Who jump up at Anthony. number four to get Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Uh, here's what McShay writes now that the combine is over. The Richardson hype train is hitting full steam, plowing through Indy on Saturday. Looking at combine results since 06, the best quarterback vertical, broad jump, a scorching 4-4-3-40. Richardson capped off his big day by showcasing his huge arm throwing portions. His physical traits are exciting, and if uh, Coach Josh McDaniels can work with him on his footwork and accuracy, the sky's the ceiling. On one hand, he threw 17 touchdown passes, including three of 40-plus. Rush for an FBS QB high 6.4 yards per carry. On the other side, completed just 54% and has just 13 starts. But, uh, if you're Anthony Richardson, why have a pro day if you've done all that? Maybe now? you won't. Why do you need to? Yeah, he might not. Yeah. I wouldn't. You want to come talk to me? Yeah. Come on, I'll be yeah. here. Oh, you want me to come to your place and throw? Yeah. I will. I'm not yeah. doing it again. That's yeah. uh, that's understandable. Uh, th- uh, well, to the point, Jalen Carter has slid past out of the top five. He's got the Seahawks taking this Tyree Wilson. He's a Texas Tech kid yeah. sh- shooting up the draft. I saw him third. Is he somewhere. shooting up or is he replacing Jalen Carter? M- maybe both. Yeah. Christian Gonzalez, the corner from Oregon, everyone loves, goes to Detroit. Uh, the Bears take a tackle from Northwestern. Uh, the Falcons at number eight, Nolan Smith. Mm. He shot up. He shot big time. He had. He was nowhere. But he's one of those who was a good player. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's seemingly more so. The, you know who else was a good player, though? Who? That linebacker who had to pick six against AR and went to the Eagles. Nicobe Dean. Yeah. No? Yeah, yeah. Dean. How'd he do last year? I don't think he played much, no, did he? Yeah. He didn't. I liked him, too. Yeah. Again, I failed you again, Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> Panthers go Will Levis. Yeah, that's a right guy. Stewie's excited. You're, yeah. He just wants a QB, man. I guess. Uh, by the way, B. John Robinson, I said, do you take him at 24? He no, you be don't, there. because the Eagles take him at 10. Ooh, with Miles Sanders, Richard. who I think is a free agent, by the way. All right, so I, I would let Miles Sanders walk and play the other yeah. kid, Gainwell. Uh, he was, Gaines, Gainwell. By the end of the year, he's kind of doing that. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Carter shows up number 12 to Houston. Oh, great. So he thought, yeah, so what? Yeah. All right, and then let's go finally to the uh, Jaguars, who will pick this year at number 24 because they're such a doggone good team. Mm-hmm. And at number 24, Todd McShay has the Jaguars taking. Yeah. Brian Branch. Offensive tackle, Barnell Wright, Tennessee. Yeah. I said this forever ago, and I mentioned that kid, and here we've come full circle. It's who? Weird. Yeah, it's a tackle from Tennessee, Darnell Walker. Big uh, Walker or Wright? Because you gave me two I mean, Darnell Wright. Wright. I'm sorry, Darnell Wright. I haven't heard either. He's Jawan Taylor. I haven't heard of Wright or Walker. Well, it's Darnell Wright, smart aleck.
And uh, you should, <laughs> yeah, I've heard of him. I mentioned this guy like way back in the beginning when I was on the taking a tackle in the first round. Would it surprise surprise me? Train. I would be more surprised now if they went tackle in round one. You would. Yeah. All right. This guy is kind of like um, Taylor. He's like a real big dude, six five, three thirty. Uh, let's see, the combine forty was five. I don't like taking tackle there. Again, I said it wouldn't surprise me. I didn't say I want them to. I, I like spin the wheel on this Keon White from Georgia Tech, or get me Dalton Kincaid from Utah. I, those sound more appealing to me than a guy who, again, has no chance of playing unless someone's hurt. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. Come back and talk some golf. We got our man Stewie Moore here. We'll do a boy. It's a big day for him. He gets a couple segments on brunch with the tour. Wow. A couple long segments. Yeah, keeps him out of work, and you know. Mm-hmm. It's, he likes that. <laughs> he can <laughs> hide. Can hide over here for he just a, a little bit. He has a quote responsibility over here. I'll be I'll be tied up till nine o'clock. <laughs> nice. I can't answer or address some of the issues that are happening right now with some of the slappy media members who have rolled in on a Tuesday morning. It's all coming up right here on the drill. Oh, he's here. He's happy. He's now. If you catch him like Friday, Look how big his head is. Hick. He can barely get that thing on. He. It's, it's like really mis- bad. Looks like Mr. Potato it's, Head. I feel over like there. Mr. Potato Head. Did you know you had such a huge head? I never knew till now. What yeah, size hat you wear? 12, 13? Wow, can we talk about the golf tournament? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you catch Stewie Moore Friday afternoon at like four or five, he won't be as jovial as he is right now. He'll be, you do have he'll a be tough a job. Down Pre- man. In, in all seriousness, hustle on the whole. We appreciate all that. No, help. you guys are We great. give you a hard time. You're no, the best. you guys are my fa- I mean, listen, it's Tuesday, Wednesday are a little chaotic because there's no cadence to it, right? I mean, we have our interviews, interviews and Jay's yeah. press comp, but there's a million other guys we're doing stuff with that you don't see out on the golf course. And right. The beauty is, is like, you know, some of these agents are like, yeah, he'll do that. Just go find him. Oh, okay. <laughs> 400 acre property. <laughs> I'm like, you know, has anyone seen Emiliano Grio? Okay. I'm going to go out to 13. Um, hey, but then you get into Thursday, right? And we kind of know when we're going to be busy in the first tee time and all that good stuff. Has, uh, has Taylor Montgomery arrived yet? Have you seen him? <laughs> He is so excited. <laughs> we need an APB on Taylor Montgomery. I swear, I swear if I ask him tomorrow to come over. So just so everyone knows, we do first-timers tomorrow. Yeah. 32 guys. No, rec- no, no, no. This isn't, this isn't I, if you ask him. This is when you tell him and he says no. You say, no, you don't understand. No, no, no. I know somebody who is – hold on. <laughs> hold on. Where did I get this from? I saw someone recently who's friends – friends with – he already knows he's doing it. Oh, I think it was uh, our man Gatsby. Oh, okay. Who's got friends? He's done some okay. caddying. I think he's expecting to to stop by. I, I think I mean, all I, we have to say is somewhere 20, someone told me that twenty twenty one Bahamas Exuma Classic there or whatever go. it was, and yeah. he'll be like Dan Hicken, the pro am. No, How yeah. can I forget? That's no, right. No, no, no. It'll These be, guys remember everyone they play in in a pro am. No. Sure, whole life. <laughs> where every where every ball is. <laughs> yes. Right. That's that's correct. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I'm looking right now with I'm, I'm with great peril. I don't even want to see this, but. Looking at the standings after I whiffed again this week. What did oh, I make? no. I made 116 grand last week. Oof. Every one of you made, That's it, a, made at least $1.25 million. I mean, listen, we talk a lot so about – I am so far we, behind, man. We talk a lot make about right that. Holy hell. Events, elevated purses. You make 116, you've had a really bad week between two players. <laughs> I mean, let's, I went let's with, just do the math. I went with Rom and – mm. You were feeling good after Thursday. You were. I went to Alatoris. I thought I took Cameron Young. Someone else? No. No, no, no bro, you took the Loris's boy. Yeah, oh, there's E. I didn't know. Okay. Uh, he's in there. I'm right. out sure. E took Hovland and Hatlin. Yeah. yeah. 
He, I can. Uh, no, the tour, tour took Hovland uh, yeah, and Hatch. Yeah, he, he I was looking really Rory, good for a while. Rory and JT, and then uh, Hick had Scheffler and Homa, and you all had over a million. I had 116 grand. I have 1.9 million. You each made that last week. Uh, the tour has 10.7. Dan has 8.1. E who's been on a golf course twice his whole life, <laughs> has 4.7 4. million. I got 1.9. It's like, I'm going to lose my card. <laughs> Next year on Brunch with the Tour, while these guys pick the PGA event, I'm going to give you the lowdown on what's happening on the Corn Ferry. Because oh I'm losing, yeah. my, I'm losing yeah. my card, man. But we'll get to, we'll get to e, more of that later. I just want yeah. – is my show still? I thought we determined that last week, my show. Yeah. No? Okay, E, I just want you to know, like, you're waiting. All the good graces, he gives uh, it away, wa- right? I'm feeling good. I'm pumping the kid up. I like him. The kid. Yeah. <laughs> Please keep calling me that at age 46. Um, e, I just want you to know, like, your quarter zip, your pullover, whatever it is for what it's coming. Prosser's got his on from last year, which took about six months to get in his hands. That's true. Um, although I did give him one one time, and he said it was a little too snug. It, no, yeah. it wasn't a little too snug. It was like a extra yeah. small. Oh, Sounds the, like a personal problem. Oh, the driver's on the way? All right, bet. Cool. You want to get I'll on the scale when we're done? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, good. I'm good. Should we go get our blubber quotient I'm measured? I'm, oh, <laughs> wow. The BQ? I well, mean. I'm happy I brought over breakfast for you guys. <laughs> I, by the way, I love it. You, you guys, guys missed all the gyrations they're doing. I love like, how you guys eat the breakfast sandwiches without the English muffin because the sausage and eggs, like, you're good. Yeah. Like, I'm not I mean, a sausage guy. Oh. That's of course all. you're not. Hacker's a sausage guy. Yeah, some are. Who's not so, a sausage guy? All right, tough guy. It's your show. What do you got? What's this epiphany you're getting ready to unleash? Get your on tickets us. now. Hey, yeah. parking sold out Friday and Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Rideshare, everyone. All right, what? Well, give us something. Uh, we tried to tell you. We do warn, this. We right. warn them every year about parking. In, in so. all in all seriousness, what 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 is the stat? If you're parking, how are you, if you don't have parking pass, if you have a parking pass, you should know where you're going. We don't need to speak to them. Yep. If you're planning to come, because a lot more people come than park. Correct. What's the best way to get here at this point? Can you? And, and so the big parking lot off of 210, that's the one everyone thinks about, Palm Valley Road, the gravel lot right behind 17. Do you have to have a parking pass to park Correct. there? Correct. You have to, and you have to purchase it in advance. It's all digital. But there are those left. Correct. For Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. So, okay, okay Today, what about? Friday, Saturday are sold out. So at that point, you're looking at rideshare. At that point, you're looking at shuttle options. We've got two different shuttle options out of Nocatee, shuttle options on the other side of town. Um, so what I would do is just go to theplayers.com forward slash parking and everything. And there. you have to have passes to park in those lots Correct. as well. It's all digital. Now those park that off-site parking. The are we paying shuttle, for that parking? No, those are the shuttles are free. All you right, got to get there. So that's the latest on that. But the parking on grounds, which have been diminished through the years because we've built out so much here, right? No, and we the don't global, have the, same. the global home. Well, where you? I mean, the where you I walk need, around? Where you I, go meeting to meeting? I need somewhere to sit. Yeah. Apparently, sure. I need a bigger space than others. So who hits the uh, day is first, Rory? The commissioner, uh, we got Rory coming out of the gate, and then he we, is the commissioner. Yeah, right, I think. speaker, uh, speaker of the house, John Rom. We got a full slate today, so yeah. Jay, Jay will be up there at eleven a.m. I think I saw Justin Thomas today. Maybe JT too. will be up there. Yep, I mean, he does not play well here. That's an odd mo- one. Who Justin? No, the one not here. J- no, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, it's Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Jordan does. You know, it's a that's a driver. You just yeah. kind of yeah. You're like, okay, we've birdied three in a row. Here we oh, out of bounds. Oh, <laughs> you know, not that yeah. we really do that here. There's not a whole lot of OB on this property, but yeah. Um, that's where that roller coaster we get with Spieth. We saw it at Bay Hill. You sure. know, you're. I'm really starting to question where he can put it together for 18 holes, four days in a row, and win consistently. He's, he will. He, he's had himself in position a lot, Hick, through these yeah. last few years. He's been uh, at some point of the round uh, of the tournament, first, second round, even. He's had a lot of leads yep. and near leads, and just isn't closing at all. He's still the one guy. The putter I mean, left him. He missed three from four yeah, to ten feet. Three to one. And, and Tiger will always kind of get his own category. But when you when you're just kind of flipping around or checking sports, you see Spieth. 
yeah. within one on Sunday. Like it's, he mu- it's a little bit must watch. Yeah, I'm not saying know? that he doesn't matter. So that that's fair. I think he still carries a bigger, and he should. He won all those majors at a young age than yeah. than Scheffler or any of those other good. But I think players. part of it too is you can relate to him. You know, birdie, maybe not the birdie, 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 but the triple. Yeah. The one that just kind of pops up out of nowhere, and you're like, ah, I can do that, too. Our winner last week at Bay Hill is a better golfer than people know, and it yeah. could, now he's, he's not super young, but could this be – it's hard to have an explosion because, you know, what, the game is so fleeting. You have sure. your game, you you're, you play your best for two or three weeks, and then it goes away unless you're one of the top three or four players in the world. But I was really impressed for him to make that triple bogey on nine. Incredible. And then come back – not just come back and win, but he didn't have to chase down – Cole and Kirk. Right. He's playing against Rom and McElroy yeah. and not Rom, he's out of it, but McElroy and Scheffler and and all of those big names and and pulled it out and what a what a great lag putt on eighteen. Oh, and, and, wh- and what a great saucy moment to mark it. Yeah. And, and you got but that was I mean to me, I'm watching that and I'm like, man, can you now, granted, he's a professional athlete, and I'm whatever. But like marking your ball there, trying not to. Oh, got my knock it in. in, and then the caddy takes the pin. And like, don't hit the ball. Like, what? Oh. What? What? If, I would have just. If he it went in. to mark that, and and the ball moved forward and into the hole, would he, it be no, a pin? He, he would be he'd still Yeah, because yeah. the bar, mark. It'd still is be now. weird. But it's still like it'd be cat. almost fun to do it though to oh, see what would happen. I, what yeah. if he pulls the flag out and it hits his ball? Still, it's just remark it, or is that a penalty? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen that happen. Yeah. Um, no, Kitty Yamas. I mean, hell, listen, he's 19th in the world, and it's not all because of that win. I mean, he's he's been surging. He'll be at first timers tomorrow, making his players' debut. Kurt Kitayama. Um just a solid guy. Nice. Also, a guy you know, he plays a lot of golf. Uh, Odds in that Las we get Vegas Kurt Kitayama tomorrow. I mean, he's not the greatest quote. Yeah. <laughs> from but he won last you. week. Oh, well, I yeah. mean, he might odds have... that we get Kurt Kitayama on the program live tomorrow. So stare Not Mr. 58. I'm just asking if we're going to get Kirk Kitayama. We'll go 50-50. Will you be ready? I mean, you're going to. What do you mean we'll be ready? Well, I mean, you got we're Taylor pros. Montgomery's your main squeeze. You're going to have yeah. to. Taylor may be here for a good hour. Yeah. Yeah. Hicken played a Corn Ferry Pro-Am with some guy who's playing the TPC for some the first guy. time. The TPC. Yeah. Taylor, here we go. I did that, I did that for <laughs> I you. I knew you did it. <laughs> some guy. Some guy. I mean, yeah. guy Taylor may, Montgomery. The guy may damn well win. You he know, may be no, the first he, first-timer he, to win. Remember when we t- I don't want him to hear me because I'll, I'll root for him. When he's, and he's Hicken's friend. So, friend. But when you talk about these guys on tour and how they, 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 they groove it for a week or two, yeah, Taylor kind of did that few months ago. <laughs> He'll be back. Taylor's not, quote, hitting it as good now. We'll see as yeah. he tackles the beast here. And oh, my god! The camaraderie that we're going to see between oh, the – What I'm looking forward to is the big beaming smile on Dan's face of recognition and Taylor going – pretending like he remembers. Oh, yeah. Of course. Pretending like yeah. he remembers. Hey, yeah, that was hey Don. Hey, Don. Good to see you. <laughs> uh, I you love guys. it. You guys are both asses. <laughs> for the record. <laughs> But can you imagine, like, I always think about this with our players, and obviously we don't have a Pro-Am this week, although shout out the media center. I just got a note that one of our media members asked for Pro-Am team times tomorrow, so we're still building the TPC here. Um, (laughs) Can you imagine, like, just playing with four complete strangers on a Wednesday and they just are all going to come follow you on Saturday? And they had the time of their life, and they will never forget your name. Yeah. And it's really on you to try to remember their name. Well, like, I mean, I we deal with that a little bit. 50 weeks a year. We deal with that a little bit. Oh. I mean, just, no, yeah. no. from this yeah. standpoint, yeah. you go. we go play a, a, a four-man scramble at Tom Coughlin's thing 12 years ago. Yeah. And because of what we do and we're on yeah. every day, people remember your name. You see somebody. Oh, did we? Oh. Just so do you guys. Good go, to see you, yeah. Chief. How you been? <laughs> that's what you say, Chief. Do you say, Bud? That's my guy. Chief, man, uh, guy. I love that's my guy. Chief. Hey, pal. My man. Yeah, my man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you say uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be out here, so where can people go bother him? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I don't have times, but we might see uh, we might see QB one out the, here. The Jags uh, have it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they have like a little chalet have, out yeah, by 17. They have hospitality. So on if you're looking to run into a Jaguar, pat him on the back, and you know tell him what a great year they had, you're more likely to see one out around the 17. And, you know, and he's one of those guys. Obviously, this market alone, but I mean, Trevor with the hair, he's and the very height, recognizable. He could go anywhere. Like I, you could. There's a couple QBs in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Sam Darnold could put a baseball cap on yeah. and walk around out here. Yeah. I mean, I would probably bother him. Trev but, uh, was playing you... uh, Queens Harbor uh, yesterday, according yeah. to one of my students. Hey, I told you. Remember I brought up those? I like to go down the YouTube and watch those. The Bob Does Sports and the Good yeah. Good. Bob Does Sports. Um, Hick, you weren't here when I said this. Had played with Christian Kirk. So there's like a 45-minute video on YouTube of those guys playing around a golf out in Arizona with Christian yeah. Kirk. It's some some cool stuff in there. Yeah. It's fun to watch. I think we're tr- going to try to get Coach out here one day, um, golf fans. So. He looks like a golfer. Yeah, yeah Coach he yeah, I'm sure he's he pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It's I love our coach's vibe. I love just the flip-flops, the the visor. I'll play golf, drink a couple beers, visor. and see you down at the stadium on It's Tuesday. a unique visor, though, because, like, you know, the golf world, they still like the old-school Keith Mitchell visor. Yeah. So, of course, we're trying to get him a player's visor. I got to – it's almost that little kind of small. Remember the old small Titleist visors? That, the, mm-hmm. I kind of like those build? better. I don't like those big. No, the, you don't the, like yeah. the Keith Mitchell? They kind of look strange. Straight off Wall Street to you the You know the ones that are big wide. You know what yeah. he's talking about? They got the big tall yeah. tops to we them. We call those frat. Those are big frat visors. That's, that's figures. Yeah. Yeah. Silver, all your silver spoons. That's why you can't. Uh, and yes. <laughs> you guys, Nothing says wealth you guys like going to UNC Charlotte, by the way. Thank you very much. Former professional golfer Stuart Moore like joined. Once played much. behind Tiger, and once played behind Tiger Woods, dropped a dropped a who was it last week? He referred to and as oh, as God. a colleague, God. if you remember, right? in college I was playing against uh, yeah Max you know, Homa, or Max Homa, oh, who it was. Well, he can't was, keep up. What does that make me? Thirty thirty three? That'd be yeah. fit, yes, it's one of those uh, references. Absolutely, your kid, as I determined today. I mean. All right, um, so. Today's a, today, in all seriousness, today, is, is practice a big rounds, day. Yeah, practice because rounds. Because we have the military day. appreciation in the concert. Military appreciation. So that gets started at 4.30. Uh, concert with Riley Green starts at 5, all out on the, the 17th hole. In all honesty, Green. if you wanted to get a good seat for that, you'd need to get out there I would get in a couple early. hours. Maybe. But it's interesting because some people want to be like on yeah. the hill looking straight at sure. it. Some people like to go sit over by 16. Correct. And, you hear it. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it depends on like what age your kids are. Cause your kids, like I brought my son out here when he was like six and he just wanted to roll down the hill sure. the whole time. Oh, yeah. But I'm not going to do that. That's hill rolling remains one yes. of the great moments. Oh, you know, I was yes. thinking about the players and, and Dan, you can, this will resonate with you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and Certainly, the world knows the players because of the unbelievable golf tournament with the facilities and the number one field in golf, and the 17th hole, and it's golf. And I get it. That's why we are what we are. But being people that have been here 30-plus years, the players to me, and if I think about the biggest memories in players, mm-hmm. I don't think about golf shots. I, I think about people and parties as much as I do the PGA yeah. pros. And I threw it out there this morning, just kind of throwing it out there, the people they're going to get. Maybe you're going to meet your dad under the tree on ninth green for the 14th year in sure. a row. Maybe you meet the same buddies out by number 12. Maybe you, you know, maybe you're in a chalet with the same group of people you are every year. And, and there's so many of my memories are, you know, like tracking down my dad or meeting up with people. And I said earlier today, there are, okay, this isn't an opinion, there are, more than 100 people out here that are going to meet their future husband or wife That's a great, yeah, great at call. the players this yeah. week, this year. Yeah. Because I threw it out there earlier, yeah. and just our listening audience flooded the text line with, yep, met my wife. Oh, yep, met my ex-husband. So it's just – Oh, met my ex-husband. You're right. Shout out the uh, – Doesn't d- d- always work. Listen, we'd like to thank uh, the, but the uh, people Sawgrass Flash and the, for the, help. The people and the, and, the, and the parties and, you know, I mean, yep. I, sure I remember the great shots, and sure I remember the great champions, but – 
I said this earlier, but I'll say this. So, Hick, I go. My, my parents have good friends down from Tennessee. Their favorite golfer is Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson's a jerk. Never liked Bubba Watson. It was no secret among us. And mm-hmm. I walk over there after our show, and they're waiting. And Bubba's playing a practice round. He's coming up the 18th hole. So I walk over to my parents, and they're two friends. Oh, no. And they're just giddy with Bubba Watson. They turn to me, oh, what kind of guy is Bubba Watson? You know what I did, Hick? I just <laughs> smiled. I say, he's a great dude, man. Enjoy watching your favorite golfer. All right, oh, what are you going to do? I what mean, am I going to do? I'm oof. just going to kill him. That yeah. Bubba Watson is a body blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Go with it, man. Yeah. Have, have fun. Have them call me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. I wonder if they're they're to be honest with you, knowing you know their makeup, they're probably not as big a Bubba Watson fans uh, anymore. That's fair. No, it's a gr- that's a great point to make though, and I think it's really cool. One thing that's great about this property, I told you guys last week, I came down as a kid. Kids can see everything. You can find a mound to stand on if you don't have hospitality. You don't get to a bleacher in time, whatever. And there's so many golf tournaments you go to, not just on the PGA Tour, especially majors, just the way the course is designed. I mean, if you're five feet tall and you're in sixth grade, you have a hard time seeing some things. Not out here. I think it's fantastic. I love the nooks and crannies, too. And, like, I mean, just different areas of the golf course, like left of four green, left of the pond. That pins down low. I mean, no one's – like, you get the little seat down there, watch guys zip in wedges, hole out a few of them. It's just so many cool little spots that aren't as great as 16, 17, 18 are behind eight green. Like, all these cool spots. for sure. Yeah. And, you, and that's part of the tradition, too. Oh, I love going to four. I love going to 12 now, right? See who can drive the green and all that good stuff. I look forward to the eight green, nine tee yeah. situation with that party deck over there. Oh, now. yeah. It's going to be rowdy. Be it's going to be great. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely the oasis. Yeah. I got homes coming out on Friday, so I'm going to tool around. Friday will be my day really to really get out and, yeah. and walk around and watch a lot of golf. My, my pops will come out and, and join me that day. But, yeah, there's – you know, and again, but you hit on a good point. I mean, the masses will go to 17, and that'll be the sure. buzz, and that's it. But if you like really love watching these guys play, to your point, there are lots of little places you can find on this golf course where now some people don't want to see the same shot over and over. That doesn't bother yeah, I me. I get that. Yeah, no, I like. Yeah. Sit, I tell you a fun one back in the day, and still probably be sitting. Also, if you get there early behind the the third green. Yes, that yeah, little part. It's the yeah. first chance. You know, we've talked about this before. That can kind of be. Uh, Kind of a litmus test for where your game is, especially yep. late in the week. They put that pin in the back. Who who's controlling their game enough to get it close yeah. there? If you're looking at you know really the you know the, the hardcore golf yeah. part of things. So well, it's really. I mean, the, the golf course in and of itself is just fantastic. I mean, it has obviously number twelve was kind of blown up um, a few years ago, redesigned. It's an exciting kind of you mm-hmm. know risk reward hole now. The other one was a little bit more of a two iron and a, and a wedge they, over a mound. You couldn't see the green. It was a little didn't odd. Didn't they, uh, after the first year of the risk-reward hole at 12, kind of change it a little bit more? because Well, they the, kept it from rolling. They yeah, built up the, uh, into the, the water. It softened the bank yeah. a little yeah. bit. Okay. But really, like, the golf court, like, uh, you know, they always talked about Augusta and tiger-proofing it. Like, they yeah. really had to tiger-proof this place. I no. Because it's – And it remains the star it of the really, show. Yeah, it doesn't really favor yeah. any one style of play. And, and, and They've and, all won it. And right. that's not a cliche. No. Like, no, literally, no. this golf course, you can be a long hitter, you can be a short hitter relative. You can play a draw, you can play a fade. You can. Right. You, there's so many. You, more, most importantly, here, like a, any golf, I don't care if you're playing with your buddies today, uh, anywhere in town. Keep it in play. Keep it right. in the short yeah. grass. Right. Yeah. Keep it in the fairway. Keep it around the green, and you'll be fine. But but don't in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Big number can jump up and grab yeah. you here too. All right, let's do this. Let's grab a break. We'll come back. We'll do our picks. Uh, this is a tough one. I'm going to go find a lot of money a at stake. Four point five to the winner. Is oh. it four point five to the winner? Oh. I'm going to go find a. Uh, poo- I'm going to go find a monkey and see. And, if he can and just remember too, one. that's. Uh, I mean, generally speaking, that's four hundred fifty thousand to the caddy, which I think is. I mean, that's that's huge. Oh. Could you imagine? That's, oh. Wow. I mean, Tim good. Tucker caddying for Kurt Kitty. I mean, he used to be Bryson's caddy. Uh, yeah. Bay Hill. I mean, yeah. this guy's a good caddy. You know, he's he's won some. But I mean, three hundred sixty thousand. 
That's so nice. That's, well, it makes up your whole makes your whole year. Oh yeah. Well, year we talked about it. Before. <laughs> well, we talked we talked about it before. Now, now typically they only get the ten, full ten percent on a win, but we talked about before back in the day. Tiger Woods, Stevie's caddy, Stevie as his caddy would have been some years like second or third on the money list. Oh yeah. of Tiger's money had him in the top five money list. You get a good bag, you hang on for dear life. For sure. Dear life. All right, we'll come back and make the picks, which is always difficult to do for this week. One of the many things that makes this such a uh, great golf tournament. It's a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday on the drill. All right, the standings are ugly. I desperately need the $4.5 million bump that goes to this week's winner. I am... The equivalent of the 20-year stretch of the Jaguars. I, I pick first every in case. It used to be, in their case, a year. I pick first every week um, after another just absolute whiff last week. I blasted out of bounds on the first team. Never I know who's winning the players this year, and I'm hoping that oh. with the three pick. Hmm. I also I know him. who's winning, and I'm going to have the first pick. So it'll be curious if they align. Yes. So with the first pick, this year's winner, I'm going to go ahead and guarantee it's hard to pick a winner in golf. Yes. Scotty Scheffler. Okay, good. This is the pick because he's going to win. Yeah. And it's even better because that's not who Dan wanted, which means his guy will finish behind mine and I'll be in good shape. Yeah, of course, coming come from, from a, guy. a guy that doesn't yeah. pick him worth a flip. Can't, and now yeah. I know who he's going to take because he goes chalk. <laughs> so I'm not worried about that, and I'll get my guy, which makes me happy. Yeah, he's going to go. I so, E, go know. ahead and announce your – I know. Well, I know. Actually, who, there's two betting favorites at the top. I so. know who Dan's going with. I know who his guy is. It's yeah. one of his favorites. Yeah. I'm going with Rory, man. That boy. That's who he was going to take. That's who Dan was going to take. Yeah. No, it's not. That wasn't it? No. I thought that was it. No. I will say this about Rory, guys. Stewie, weigh in. The few times where he's had to step up and, like, carry the mantle for the PGA Tour, whether he did it at that European event, at, you know, yeah, this, he does it. it feels like he's going to put a little extra on his yeah. shoulders for this event just for another middle finger to the to the whiners on the live. I would agree. So. That's a good pick. That's who you were going to pick. a good picky. Oh, yeah. Well, I knew he wasn't going to be there before. Well, great news for you <laughs> yeah. is that I'm leaving the other favorite – off the board. Ooh, who we got? So you'll be able to take him. No, the winner is one of the drill's all-time favorites. Oh, God. <laughs> you know him, you yeah, love him. PC. Mr. Personality. Yeah. Patty Campbell. Okay. <laughs> Patty Campbell, he's, he's, he's not a bad one. I, he, the guy never hits for me, so I, I'm, I can't He's going to hit anymore. this year. He, fa- he played good. Look, you're taking a guy who surged at the end of Bay Hill. Surged got, yeah. a little bit. Right. He's ready. He's it's a good play. Now, he is the fourth-ranked player in the field. so yeah. been a, Hasn't been around for a while, so, yeah, Patrick Cantlay will mm. be the winner. By the way, Cantlay is the answer to the trivia question. Like, we know who the top three in the world are because they're all kind of circling around with a chance to be number one, but number four in the world. Maybe. Can't wait. Will, will he vault to number one, Stuart, with a win on Sunday? I don't think Sunday? he can get, I don't think I don't he think can get, get there. the one. Yeah. No. The other three By can, the way, though. can you let us in on a, a little bit of inside info? Oh. Is the gold man back this year on NBC? Uh, Somebody told me the gold man was taking a beating on social media. Oh, they hated they, the they, gold man. They do. I'm <laughs> too late to that party. Yeah, imagine <laughs> Tune that. Tune in on Saturday. No, I'm going to 100% confirm there's no gold man returning. No gold man. He's yeah. gone. Dog, dog man Oh, reality? you're being the guy on TV. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. You know, my, my Panthers were the first ones to do that. That was awful. In the NFL, which yeah. was great. And then hey. here's the – I know we got to make picks. Yeah. They do it during yeah. the games in the stadium. Like, they're still doing it, right? I'm losing, yeah. I'm there. I'm in the stadium. The Steelers are beating us 17-3. Like, there's the Panther. Stop it. Like, yeah. do it when the game's over. The gold man was, was terrible. It was gold freaky. It was out. scary. And I'll give the PGA Tour credit. A lot of people kind of double down on their dumb decisions. I'll give you credit for aborting. Let's get away from oh, the gold man. PGA Tour. That's or whoever, man. NBC, right? whoever I need to give the credit. A lot of mentions for the gold man last year. We look at that as a positive in marketing. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you went to the, the biggest sports bar in New York City, 
uh-huh. and you and you stopped every patron walking in, and you asked them, "What is the gold man? How many could tell you what it is?" <laughs> could be zero. Oh, yeah, it might be zero. That's the trophy from the TPC. Goldman Sachs, they tell you, it's a bank. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, I know where we are. You're I mean, up, of my course, man. I you get two go, picks. Of course, I have to go. John Rom. Yes. Yeah, you have I to. Mean, back I know. To back seventy six. No, I know, but still, you can't. You can't do can't it. Can't leave him out. There. If by Dan Hicken is worth his salt and in, in character, he'll. By the way, he's going to take yeah. Taylor Montgomery. If he doesn't, it's going to come up in the show tomorrow. Yeah. And by the way, shout out to our good <laughs> friends at No Laying Up on Sunday who tweeted out after Rom finished with a seventy one, following two seventy sixes. Hey PGA Tour, it'd be great to get his perspective in the booth. Yeah, I'm sure exactly what yeah. John Rahm wants to do after finishing T a thousand. I don't understand this, this, that people are complaining about the the playing through. So let me get this straight: you'd rather just go straight commercial and miss the golf. Listen, I like mean, they I, complain, like you go to the playing through and they show the golf on half and the commercial, and then people complain about it that it's like stilted or whatever. I, God, God bless you for not being on Twitter. I I I, try, I deleted every weekend or so just to get away from okay. it. Like yeah, I, yeah, I saw them. Again, yeah. let me tell you what's happening, but I'm missing all of the vitriol back and forth. But my YouTube is becoming Twitter. It's kind of changing a little bit. Like the same stuff y'all talk about, yeah. I just see videos on. It's weird. Anyway. All right, Hick. Uh, oh, no, no. No, it's me. Um, let's go. You went ROM. I went ROM. Because you have such a big lead, you're only allowed one golfer. It's a new rule. <laughs> I'm going to go ROM, and I'm going to go Zalatoris. Dolores' is boy. Yeah. Good luck with him. Boy. I had Dolores' boy last week. He didn't work very well. I love well. the bean. Yeah, the bean was the bean all right. <laughs> he beaner know something. Huh? Oh, that's right, buddy. Yeah, he must know something. Yeah, check out those power rankings on PGATour.com, everyone. That's how I'm leading oh, by yeah, so much. You know what? Stewie Moore. <laughs> uh, what did Rob Bolton say? Who's Rob Bolton's pick? I, listen, I, uh, Rory. Are you off Rob Bolton? I mean, I'm here and there on Rob Bolton, okay. but I, I like the power rank. I just like a nice list in front Rob of Rob Bolton gets more run on this show for somebody that nobody knows who it is. Rob, Rob Bolton. Bolton's also the guy. We know who it is. But I'm just saying most people are like, but Rob, Rob Bolton? But Rob Bolton's like, you know, knee-deep in a closet doing all these stats, and so we'll send out, like, a field announcement, and he'll be like, if I don't had, know, I thought he was 32nd in the FedEx Cup. If and you like, had Rob, stop correcting any me. sense and any commitment to your program, sure. you would have brought Rob out today. I'm not giving Rob Looked at Rob and said, Rob, give me the pick. <laughs> and then Rob can give you the pick, and then he can say thank you, Rob, and send him on his way. Now, what I should do is have Rob be the one deliver the breakfast, so That's I can even better save some pride. That's even better. All right, so uh, Stewie, tell everybody where my guy Taylor Montgomery's from. Uh, Las Vegas. Vegas. So he understands when I don't pick him. He's not even yeah. hundred to one. Yeah. I mean, he gets it. So, yeah. and I'll be glad to tell him I didn't pick you at all. Taylor. Oh, I thought this was going to end with a. Remember the one year I went with Hoagie? I, I was yeah. true to my word. Yeah, I, I never <laughs> has said Taylor. I expect I went Taylor with Matt every one a, week last year with a top I mean, twenty finish. I'm right? more I'm, cash out. I'm more of a loyalty guy. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm going to take. Uh, eh, let's see who is a good one here. Let's see. Should we go? Every time I go away from the board, I get <coughs> screwed. Um, I'll go. I'll go JT. I love it. I'd mm-hmm. love to see him win again. Lot yeah. of, lot of, lot JT's of dudes. Not been playing great, no. but a lot of dudes here that to me offer similar value. Like, mm-hmm. and it's not my turn, so I'm not going to say who they are. Yeah. ET, who's your pick? He's up. Maximus Oma. So Max Homa is one of the guys. But I think, like, y'all tell me, am I wrong? Shoffley, Homa, Morikawa, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Jordan Spieth, Sam Burns, Cam Young. I mean, good luck grabbing which one of those yeah. will be the guy this week. You know what I'm going to go with? Who? I don't take this guy much. 
I assume that this would be the biggest one of his career. He's number five in the world. I'm going to take Xander Shoffley. Oh, uh, X-Man. Not a Xander guy. He's never been a Xander I need guy. some cash, though, dude. Yeah, He's I a know. check casher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned right? him a couple weeks ago, and you took him, and he screwed you. Really? Yeah. Well, thanks for t- for letting me know. <laughs> you said I the mean, exact same thing. I need a like check you. casher. Really? And he yeah. had nothing, and you got 115K. I don't. I don't know why you had to be so ruthless. In I'm your, not being ruthless. I mean, I'm just pointing out that, you know. Taylor, let me tell you what Dan put, said about your date down there in the Bahamas. Put, put a little effort into this thing. We might be fine. <laughs> Listen to me. It's a long stretch, okay? You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of me and Hick playing golf. And, you know, he he, he goes bogey, par bogey, and I triple one. He starts, like, running it at oh, me. A par, can, I finish huh? my, can I finish my course? And I finished my round? You can finish. I mean, I'm in trouble. You're right. I've made a couple of triples. I'm just going to wait on you guys to make your mistakes. <laughs> All right. Stewie, good to see you. Uh, yes, sir. Appreciate it. we got Lock and Law High School Report coming up. we got an interesting twist. First-timers to tomorrow. First-timers tomorrow between 8 and 10. And what time? And you've got Rory coming over here to join us live. As a, as a pro- Rory's on yeah. at 9.30 after he's done. Is he swinging he's by? He's swinging by yeah, here. Yeah, yeah let me work yeah. on that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Thank yeah. you again. I, I mean, guess. just a little glimpse there. Well, the, his agent said press conference, CNN. and. All right, how yeah, about yeah. Tiger on the fair and fair phone lines? We'll settle for that. <laughs> <laughs> Presented by Monster Energy. All right, gang. It's a Catlin Chalk Accessories Tuesday. Uh, as as Hicks said, um, we've got the uh, Lockett Law High School Report as we um, keep you in tune with what's going on in the prep scene as well. We're broadcasting live just inside the uh, Davis Love the Third entrance gate here in the Sawgrass Square. And we're back with more in the final hour of the program next. the field. Now get ready for the Lockett Law High School Report. Brought to you by Lockett Law. Know before you blow. She's one of the best uh, lacrosse players in the area. She's Ryan Frechette. She's a 17-year-old. I think she's a junior at Bartram Tell, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, she joins us right now on the Lockett Law High School Report. Ryan, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Are you a junior? Yes, I am. Okay, okay. And, and Representing the Northwest SJC, by the way. Out That's there. correct. That's how we roll. That's correct. Ryan, How's how, uh, we got a couple things to get into, but let's talk lacrosse for a second. How did you get into lacrosse? Did you play a different sport? When did you move to lacrosse? When did it grab you? And obviously you love it and you're going to go on and play in college. Tell us a little bit about how you got into the sport. Yeah, I grew up playing soccer at a very young age, and mm-hmm. most of my siblings who are older than me um, played lacrosse. So I eventually just got into it, going to their tournaments and everything. So ah. I started in first grade. Okay, so at a young age you were playing, and you're obviously a much more accomplished player than your brother than your siblings, correct? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kid because I care. How's the How's the Bartram Trail uh, lacrosse squad looking right now? How are we doing? How, where are we in the season? We're great. We're in the middle of regular season right now. We're eight and one. We just mm-hmm. came off a really great win against St. Thomas Aquinas, the 2021 Ooh. state champ. Yes. Uh, so we're just we're on the roll right now. I think. Um, so yeah. You know, we've had a lot of Bartram athletes through in this particular spotlight, including, you know, some of your soccer girlfriends who just won state. I'm wondering if there's a little bit of, like, internal competition within the athletic programs out there because, you know, you're all doing so well. Yeah, we support each other, but we all definitely just want to win um, the state championship. So. Now, Ryan, are you, are you uh, have a college already picked? Are you, are you a commit somewhere? 
Yes, I'm committed to the University of Florida. You're damn right you are. <laughs> Heck yes, Ryan. a girl. That's what we're talking about. You're going to go lift them, lift Dan, that program to higher Hey, stay on the line when we're done. Dan has an NIL bonus for you. That's so right. That's s- right. Stick around for Absolutely. That. Absolutely. <laughs> so you're 8-1, and one, so you're capable of winning a state championship. That's the goal for Bartram Trail Lacrosse, correct? Yes, definitely. And tell me, tell me what, what makes the team, like, uh, uh, why, why is the team so good? I definitely think our discipline, um, our coaches are amazing. They're definitely the best coaches in the area. And we all just really play for each other and play as one team. And everybody knows their roles, and we just really play together. So. Now, how have you, as, as, a, as a, you're just a junior lacrosse player yet, I guess, so this, this equipment manufacturer approached you guys, your family, and they wanted to give you, give you an opportunity to do a promotional contract, and you had to, your parents had to go talk to the FHSAA and go back and forth. Do you let your folks handle all that, and how has that, that affected you at all in, in your play this year or in your, in your, just in your daily life? Yeah, um, it hasn't affected me too much. I was involved in the process as well, appealing mm-hmm. it to the executive board. Um, and it hasn't really affected me. I mean, it was a great opportunity. I'm super fortunate to have been mm-hmm. given the opportunity. Um, but I, it's just been put on hold, and I really just wanted it to throw the game in the state of Florida because lacrosse is really big up in the Northeast. Right. So that was really what I was looking for with that. But. Yeah, and you did, by the way, and it got a lot of publicity and stuff. And so – as as far as you know, tell folks. So this is this is in essence a a name, image, and likeness, an NIL type deal that that this company wanted to provide you in high school. Is that correct? Then Hick, you're off the hook now. You don't have to pay. Yeah, I don't it's have already to taken care of. Cover. There you go. Well, no, the FHSA. Uh, well, no, I think. Listen, don't get me started on the FHSA. <laughs> I know, I know. Just as an aside. But go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> yes, it is. It was an NIL deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ryan, we will punch the FHSAA in the face. <laughs> It's a little, yeah. it's a little different here yeah. on, on radio. No, no, I mean for real, like yeah. for real, for FRFR, as the yeah. kids say. Yeah. Well, we're not, we're not big fans. <laughs> All right, who's next on the uh, schedule, Ryan? What's um, our next we play game? Creekside. Oh, Creekside. Oh, how oh. oh. we roll? That's a big one. How's Creekside and uh, girls lacrosse this year? They're okay. They're, 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 oh, it's always just good to play a rival. So. Yeah, it almost she almost sounded like, oh, they're cute. Oh yeah, it's over. Archer's <laughs> gonna roll them as well. Uh, basically well, you know, that'll happen. That's a that's now a Ryan. Brawl. Ryan, excuse the ignorance, but you play. Are you a goal scorer or do you play back? I am a goal scorer. I play. Right, how back. many how many goals do we have so far in the uh, in the nine games that we've played? Do you know the number? I think forty nine. Cheapers. <laughs> I think Golly. she says might be fifty. I think forty nine. Most goal. Most <laughs> no. Ryan. Most goals. Yeah, scored in a game? Um, ten. Ten. What oh. is the – I have one more for you. Do you know this? What's the Bartram girls' single-season goals record? Do you know that? She probably holds it as a sophomore. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's my record. It's 121 <laughs> goals. <laughs> How much? 120? Yes, it's my record. Oh, oh, oh that's this beautiful. Girl, gangsta. <laughs> I love that. What was it, 121, you said? Yes. Yeah, so you'll, you'll, you're probably going to blow by that this year, you think, or no? I don't know. I mean, I would love to, but we'll see. 
She's yeah. like, dude, you don't know. One twenty one's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, do you have do you do you ever score like every time? This is just my advice. Again, I don't know anything about lacrosse, so I apologize. I mean, you know some things yeah. about lacrosse. But Ryan, here's what you do. I want you to get on Sports Center, and the only way to get on Sports Center lacrosse is do one of those behind the back shots. Do you do that? <laughs> yeah, the ones behind the head. Yeah, yeah. you got to go make behind. Sure, make sure one's rolling, rolling yeah. on the iPhone. Well, somebody will be rolling. You got to go behind the head. If you catch it and flip it back past the goalie, then you get on Sports Center in the top ten. Can we do that? Is that a Goal this year, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> okay, in celebration the celebration dances, Ryan. In, do y'all celebrate after y'all score? Yeah, they we score, do. We, yeah, y'all score too what? much to do too much celebrating. It <laughs> feels like. I, feel, I mean, I mean, I don't have time to celebrate. I'm scoring too much. Um, here's what I would ask. In the meantime, before Sports Center shows up, yeah. the next goal you score, I just want you to like give the double fist bump and say that one was for the drill. <laughs> Okay. That's the name of our show. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, in all seriousness, congratulations on all that you've accomplished. Yeah. Keep going. We're going to keep an eye on you. Uh, let's see if we can chase down 121, but if not, let's just go win the state title. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you, you Ryan. Bet. Thanks for putting up Very with sweet us. young lady. In all seriousness, congratulations. That's Spartan terrific. Trail across star going to University of Florida who plays great women's well, lacrosse. So. I, I love when you ask ask who the record holder is. And, well, that's me. That's so me. I, I, do, I do happen to know it because, I, I don't know, I said it last year. In 10th grade. Yeah. In case you're wondering. I, as a sophomore, I knocked that back. And, Oof. Um, I say this, Dan, as no um, – That's your Lockett Law High School report, by yeah. the way. No, before you blow. Thanks to Lee Lockett. There's no pump the brakes on Calvin Ridley and the unbelievable addition he is. In fact, if you heard on our air over the last week, Greg Cosell talk about his route running and his separation, Bucky Brooks, who really played with Keenan and Jimmy, or he certainly was around that time, talk mm-hmm. about he's, he's that kind of receiver. Yeah. Here, Doug Peterson, just say how excited they are to have him. So I'm not tamping, you know, tamping that down at all, what they expect. This instead, I think, is some recognition for Christian Kirk and Zay Jones, and we gave him a bunch. But did you know this? As we get the number one receiver we covet in Calvin Ridley, if you take Calvin Ridley's averages, he's played 50 games, and if you, if you do his catches, his uh-huh. yards, his touchdowns, yes, we would, if he got his average, this year we would get 85 catches for about 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns, which is not too – in any way at all, minimize what great production that is. But guess what? Christian Kirk did that last year. So as we search for a one, I mean, and I know we gave those guys credit. I'm not saying we didn't. Christian Kirk could not have stepped up as to be as close to a number one when no one you know, around the league considered him in that upper echelon any better than he did. So kudos to them. Maybe they hold the ball, hold on to the ball a little bit better. I mean, we had great years despite Zay. I believe Zay was first and Christian Kirk was second in drop passes by, by receivers. Right, and that was out of character for for Christian Kirk in per- particular. So imagine sliding that production down. Marvin Jones had what forty catches, maybe forty. What if you take Zay's eighty-two and make him your third receiver? Christian Kirk is now your number two receiver with eleven hundred and eight scores, and then this guy steps up with maybe ninety-five catches. Now his best year he had ninety and thirteen hundred and mm-hmm. and nine touchdowns. But this is just such a defined, proven playmaker being added to an already. You know, really good group. It's just we've we've never had an even when the Jags have gotten good, Dan. It's always been about the defense, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it's been about the defense in nineteen. It's, it, 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 it's an offensive league. And that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. So for the first time, we're good with our driving force behind our talent being the offense. We've never. I, I mean, you could argue a little bit in Brunel's day, but the game wasn't the same then. The 2017 team was. Granted, the highest scoring in franchise history, but 
you know, as we pointed out, how many defensive scores that year? Six, seven, eight? A bunch. Yeah. Nine, nine uh, Joey seems to think. So, yeah, I, I, to have that security blanket mm-hmm. of a good offense is – and look around the league and the good teams. You don't think, you know, when you think the Bills, you don't think defense. You would see the Chiefs, you don't think defense. You see the, you see the Bengals, you don't think defense. You know, you just don't. And last year we had one of the old, maybe this was a turning of the tide as well. We had the stat going in that when the number one defense faces the number one offense in Super Bowl history, the defense won every time. It what didn't bothered, this year. What bothered me about the Chiefs in their world championship is they had such young guys in the defensive backfield. And, like, rookies everywhere. And they were able they let Tyron Matthew go, and it didn't affect them one bit. Why? Because it could outscore anybody. Because if Mahomes gets the ball and he's down four, they're going to win. Correct. Well, I, I just, mean, ask the Bills. They did it in twelve seconds. Yeah. So I mean, that's so that's the that's the so they put look and, and, and look. Even they had cap problems, and the Cheetah wanted his money, and he was going to get his money, and then they were able to trade him, and because Mahomes is so good. That they just can put whoever they want at wide receiver. Now they still have Kelsey, who's the best pass catching tight end in the game. So we've tiptoed around the hint, this this hint of reality. It's this. Yeah. As the Jaguars' offense gets better and the team gets better and they're leading more games and they're winning, those sack numbers are going to go up because the whole world's going to know. The whole world is going to know who is. You know that who, that that they have to throw the football and that you can yeah. get after them a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah. So th- those numbers are going to go up if if nothing changed and we brought the same guys back next year. I, I would assume we'd have ten more sacks minimum because suddenly we're going to be the team team that has somebody in a twenty-one-three hole mid third. And now, you know, we all know what's about to happen. Well, the neat thing that we were able to see yesterday is that the Eagles went from twenty-nine to seventy. Right. And one of the reasons they did is because they were ahead in most of their games. The teams had to throw, mm-hmm. but they also added uh, Reddick. Reddick was, and then and he and, had a huge and, year, and, and then, then everybody then, else had a huge year. And they, had, they and they have a very talented defensive line. Don't, I mean, no one ever they got great players along sure. that front four, man. But and so, guys who, by the way, in their past had had years. Yeah, they, they all just all had together. them together yeah. last year. And I think part of that reason, like we just said, is that well, they have like four guys in double digits. Five, five guys, five in double guys, digits? five guys had at least ten sacks last year. How many year? do we have in double digits? Oh, that'd be zero. Yeah, yeah. We didn't. I don't. Did we get to double digits no. as a team? Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> what did we end up with? Thirty-four? Is that the number? I don't remember. Some ungodly, terrible number. It wasn't and, good enough. And again, that's going to change somewhat just by the, the 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 temperature of the football games we play, right? Yeah. I mean, from from the standpoint of who's ahead. Well, you hope so, but you're also playing tougher teams. Yeah. So there's a lot of trade off yeah. here as you go forward. It's not, you know, you don't have a last place schedule anymore. You got a first place schedule did, now. And- that's that's not easy. So I I don't I'm not going to uh, suddenly put on my FSU basketball experts cap. But the Knowles do you play, have one? The Knowles the Knowles play this afternoon, and is it too ahead of the story to say that we just watched FSU be born, thrive, and die all within a five to ten year period? I mean, I don't know if they're dead. They're I mean, not. Yeah, I, and, and I don't either. Had an awful year, but I know that we've had a lot of first round draft picks come through talent from Scotty Barnes to Patrick Williams to, to Beasley. I mean, they've had a ton of talent go through that place, and there there are a bunch of Knowles playing in the NBA right now. A bunch from the last five six oh, yeah. years. Oh yeah, and that guy's not on this year's team. And you know, when you play in a league like the ACC, I would, who do they play? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, I think Georgia Tech maybe. Well, they should win that. 
almost wore my hat today for you, but you, you get so you. persnickety over it. It's just, I do. You know, it's just, I like that the hick and lean has caused you to say, I'm nah, not that I was on. not really wearing it. I think that's what I just heard. Uh, well, I just shouldn't I think said, I just heard that. Yeah, I shouldn't have said I that. I may have just That was that. a mistake. I yeah. To empower you with that, yeah, fall, don't, don't with do that. that falsehood. Don't was, ever do that. That was dumb on my yeah, part. That was really Let's see who we got here. I know it's the early game. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I can't look at top 25. That's not going to give me the answers I need. It's the nooner. Yeah, we got the nooner. Yeah, Georgia Tech, fourteen and seventeen. FSU nine and twenty-two. I think I saw they're going to lose the most games in school history. I think I said that. Oh, okay. Well, that's where I heard it. I believe that. I heard uh, that from you. Georgia Tech, they got to be getting rid of their coach, don't they? Pastner. They've given him. They've not developed. Well, he's been that. there for a bunch of. And years. that's another team, Hick. If you look around the league, there's three or four or five Georgia Tech guys. The last seven years have gone to the league. Mm-hmm. They're out there and about that little. Um, the, the little point guard for for uh, the Maldonado kid is that, isn't that his name from uh, Candy's Alvarado maybe that's Alvarado Candy's kid no it's oh. Alvarado oh. No, Jose Alvarado uh, and uh, the the, the Okoru for um, uh, Cleveland they got a few guys oh yeah. But yeah, it's probably gone. Georgia Tech should be better in basketball. Absolutely. Atlanta's a and they, Come they, on. They got the wrong guy. They never found the right guy. They had their. They found the right guy since Cremens. Well, left. they had their Doug Marone. Paul Hewitt got him to a final yeah. to a championship game. I mean, they played in the title game against UConn. Did they really? Yeah, like in not that long ago. That's I a mean, lie. that's a lie. Well, whenever Mecca Okafor was there, that didn't happen. Yeah, they beat Oklahoma State in the Final Four, and then and then lost to UConn in the championship game. No and, chance that would occur. Yeah, that would have been right right before the Gators won back to back, which you could also say no chance that happened. Oh, so you're saying it's back in '06? Yeah, yeah, it was a while ago. Okay, when Okafor was the top pick, or oh. the second pick. Well, he was not. He wasn't on Georgia Tech. No, no, no. They played UConn. They lost to UConn in the championship. You kind of have that little portly guard. Uh, yeah, what was his name? Um, Khalil. I, no, or I think. Adore yeah, or... I, th- I think he was already gone. Oh, by then, okay. Be honest with you, but I'm not positive. UConn is that underrated? You look up and they got like three natties, right? Oh yeah, they yeah they yeah. would they would pop up and win one every. <laughs> they were like the giant, the San Francisco Giants of college basketball. Yeah, like, like, how do from? they have There's three natties? But there yeah. they go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so FSU plays what what could be their finale today. Is there look, college basketball magic is made at this time of the year. It seems you know, like it doesn't happen in the hey, big leagues like it does. Like in you'll, there'll be some small league here where the sixth seed is going to win their conference title and go to the championship. You right? know who I'm going to ride a long way maybe I think in the turn because I know you're big on Kansas and that's I mean again that would be the chalk as chalk chalky thing. as chalk can be. Right, Kansas is going to be the one. I got one more I like too. I like the team that beat Kansas. I'm wondering if the whoever the coach is Texas? there. Yeah, I wonder if whoever the coach there gets a little Steve Fisher-like run Maybe. And, and, and get them going. I think they named him the coach already. Huh? Oh, they did? I think so. Uh, so, I, I mean, I – I don't know. Maybe maybe this is the year Texas can make the Final Four. Yeah, man. Texas, look, I, I, it would be it would behoove you to load up on the Big 12 based on what I've seen this year. Now, often that gets thrown out the window when you yeah. get to tournament time. But yeah. There's a few of those Big 12 teams that you can ride, and you could also maybe pick as a mild the upset Big in the first couple Ten. rounds. UCLA's another one I like, Hick. Yeah, I'm going to pencil them a long way, too. Yeah, the Big Ten gets the respect that the SEC gets in football, in my opinion, in basketball. Do yeah. you agree with that? Like the Big Ten, Big like, they'll, 10? Oh, yeah. Yeah. like they'll argue, like Michigan. Should Michigan be in the tournament? They're Penn State, seventeen and fourteen and yeah. nine and nine. No, I hear you. you know, should they be in the tournament? Then you can go find a like like when Texas A and M was 
Well, Texas A&M 13 was, and 2. They yeah, they barely were like ranked. barely getting in or yeah. first four out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, fair. It doesn't make sense. Well, that, they're, they're singing your song. You've been down on the SEC all year. It sounds well, like. I yeah, I don't But, but you're not as up. Good. I don't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't understand. the. It's especially strange the Big Ten love in a year where Michigan and Michigan State are down by their standards. Yeah. That's what's odd. Is Michigan. Uh, uh, Michigan has a player named Howard. Is that his kid? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, Jet Howard, I think. Is it Jet? Yeah. No, that yeah, that's uh, Juwan Howard's uh, kid. He's a good player too. Is he? Yeah, he's on the court. Yeah, yeah, no, he plays. Okay. Yeah, he has games where he plays for All sure. Right. So. All right. You want to take a break? Come back. We will. We'll come, back, we'll come back and we'll uh, we'll. Um, I'm just reading a text here. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll come back. We'll put a wrap on it. <laughs> Multitasking here. I was a, this was a potential guest. I've got to do what I got to do. You and, got to. And you'll you'll like it. We'll be back with more on a Catlin Chuck Accessories Tuesday. We'll see what's trending. Let's do that. ET will throw something together fantastic for us to finish with a flourish next on the drill. All right, that was fun. We're catching up with the Ox uh, Gator and his better half as we carry down to uh, kickoff of Jaguars today. That's coming up next. His Let's wife see. said he was a poser. Yeah, he Ox, I was a little concerned, I, and, I, and I love Ox. I didn't even mean this to be an insult, but I asked her, did you bring some some – Sunscreen for your boy. Oh, yeah, he's a pasty guy. He's clear, dude. Yeah, he's a clear he guy. Is, he is. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I saw through. I can see his veins. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, bones and stuff. So I And I say that not to make fun, but I'm, I'm concerned getting out in the sun that this isn't going to end well. Yeah, I, I assume he's got the life experience to know. So Hard to say if it's going to be a sunny not, day or cloudy day. We've had all gamut so far this morning except the rain. It's supposed to have morning. record heat today. I would imagine the sun. Maybe oh, not is? out here, but oh. in town. I think I heard, oh, the, wow. heard the chief say that, I think. Oh, if the chief said it, it must well, be true. you know. You want to see what's uh, trending? Sure. Our top five this morning is brought to you by Pet Paradise, who is a top five and minus four. They're top one. If you have pet service needs for all your pet service providing needs, the official pet service provider of the Jacksonville Jaguars, it's it's Pet Paradise. From the ultra-modern facilities to a staff that will treat them like they love them like you, the veterinary care at New Day Vet Care is top-notch, nowhere better in town. I see the competitors out there trying to replicate and duplicate, but you can't. There's only one original. It's Pet Paradise for the very best in uh, pet service providing for your family member. Go to PetParadise.com. And away we go with today's top five brought to you by E to the T. Number five. New couple alert. Oh. There's a little bay watch out there. Dan, I know this is your world, so you might be a little familiar. Yeah. What do we got? We got Tyga. We Are got we Tyga <laughs> and Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Avril Lavigne and Tyga. Yeah. Who was Tyga with? Kylie? He was with Kylie, yeah. Yeah, they have – is that – that's not his kid, is it? No, I th- that's uh, Travis Scott's kid. Is, is yeah. Travis Scott with someone else now, or is he no, still chasing no. Kylie around? They're still together. Him and Kylie okay. still together. And yeah. who are the two that have the McDonald's meal? That's oh, Cardi that's, B that's and Cardi Offset. That's Cardi B and Offset. Oh, yeah, okay. look at that. Yeah, Offset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Offset. Oh, yeah. Formerly you know, I have seen. You know, I have seen Future. Migos. You know, okay. I have seen Future in contract, DT. <laughs> Wait, <Just> what? <laughs> I said, I have seen Future in, con- no. in, in, in concert. Know, yeah. And he's coming back to post, Jacksonville. I've been post Malone twice, all right? So, I know you seen just, Posty. I didn't know you seen yeah. Future. Oh, I saw Future. In fact, Post Malone was the opener for Future. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It was good, actually. Yeah, Future comes back. Great, great. Hey, but great contact high that night. That worked. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this new <laughs> Baywatch with Tyga and um, Avril Lavigne. They were spotted at um, Fashion Week in Paris getting a oh. smooch on. Smoochy, smooch. That's B-B-A-E, Dan. Yes. B-A-E, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Once they kissed, that kind of confirmed the relationship. I was talking earlier today about, you know, it's like the people and the places and the partying are as much as the PGA pros out here as far as what you remember. And, I, I, you know, I've been 
So much so, Dan, that I can remember coming with on a date with Mrs. Pete of the players before she was Mrs. Pete. Wow. And I remember that the, when we did come out here that day, and this is back in like Couples and Norman and th- th- those groups, she wanted to go see Dan Keith Clearwater. Keith Clearwater. the collar up. Yeah, we had to go all the way out to find Keith. I think it was like from the South Carolina area where she had gone to high school. And I think so Keith Clearwater might have. He blew up muscle bound, didn't he? Wasn't I that don't Clearwater? Know that. I think Keith Clearwater might have fired a first round 66 one, one year, year yeah, to have for a sure. lead here. 100%. I'm not mistaken. But I was thinking, you know, before we were married, she was just so so eager to get out and see Keith Clearwater. You know, she, she could have been a wag instead of signed to me, uh-huh. right? She could have. Falling into the whack category. I don't know if Keith, Keith did. Clearwater. He may have. I don't know what kind of guy he was. I don't know how much he money may have he bowed made through either. him. I mean, yeah. this Pete wouldn't have any of that. So no, I don't know. No. Anyway, I digress. Four. Yes. Retired Retired. Philip Rivers contemplating NFL return oh. and new quarterback free agency wrinkle. Philip. Um, Philip got what bored. That, hey, Philip had to spend a, a, a year with eleven kids, or how yeah, many he's got. Sure. He's like, mm, damn. What was I thinking? I got to go play ball. Well. Honey, you're doing a good job with these kids. Is it is it too like cynical opinion to think that Philip Rivers came back this year who'd be the same as he was his last year in the league? I mean, he was already to the point. Just so he's like a ball deliverer guy, right? I mean, he's just gonna he's not gonna wow you with his arm strength. I think Philip Rivers could still play starting quarterback in this league better than the bottom six or eight. Oh yeah. 100%. Right, and I'm sure he's stayed fit and healthy, and he hadn't taken. It's been two years though, not one. Right, went coach. It's been two years. To two, yeah, right. They had Carson Wentz for a year, then Matt oh. Ryan for a year, so two full years away. How old is he? Is he 40 yet? 40, 41. Same. He as got. I know he got a lot of babies. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I just don't. I don't. Th- what do you? Who would do that, Dan? Like, what level is your franchise where you take? Where you take Philip Rivers? Like, he doesn't fit any mode. If you're rebuilding, no. What if the Jets struck out with everybody? <sighs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. Somebody like that. I don't. I just don't know if there's a, if yeah. there's a market there for him. He is. He's forty one. He'll be forty two in December. Yeah. Nah, no, yeah. sorry. Yeah. So you know who else wants to play Philip Terrell Owens? Y'all go work out together. <laughs> Number three, Elon Musk here, is cutting. Dan. What's happened? They, they uh, turned the oven on. Elon Musk cutting prices on Tesla luxury cars again. Oh. Tesla's website showed it had cut prices on both versions of its Model S by five thousand dollars. And um, and uh, their other model by another five percent. So their two base models are eighty nine thousand dollars and one hundred nine thousand dollars respectively. Oh, we can all go get one. That's right. Well, over time, I am (laughs) petrified of this transition to electric cars and the the boondoggle of any inconvenience it's going to lead to. I mean, we have to be decades away from the infrastructure that can handle the 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 needs that we have when we travel every day, right? Our commuter needs. I, I thought we've always done a really good job in pre-planning these types right? of things. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know. I, I, I need to be put in the ground while we're still driving gasoline vehicles or I'm going to lose my mind the day you pull up to the electric grid and you're 51st in line. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to play. It'll make you buy that, Dan Hick. You understand Pros- that's coming. Pros preferring death over waiting in line it's coming. for the electric car. It's coming. They're going to make you drive an electric car before you know it. You think I'm going to that Definitely, that day is coming. And you're, we'll all be driving. It maxes out about 52 miles an hour. It's going to be like going to Disney and riding the rail car deals. <laughs> Number two. Driving those old deep bottle T's. Remember that? <laughs> Clippers Russell Westbrook has two Kings fans kicked out. He's done that before. He oh, doesn't yeah. play when it comes Again. to any perceived, you know, 
disrespect. And look, there are certain things you should or can't say or do. I don't know what he did or what they're right. alleging that, that those fans did. But, uh, I did see, uh, it's good, the Clips you know, finally won a game with Russ. So that was nice. Here's my thing. If they're attacking you about your game, you can't get Russell, kicked out. West Briggs. Is that what they did? You're, like, so it's unclear what they said that made him upset. But if they're attacking you about your game, I mean, that's the point. That's home court advantage. That's weak. Now, yeah, if 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 yeah, that's weak. But if they're ta- attacking you personally and saying things about your family, whatever it is, that's a different yeah. story. But about your I game, I think you bro, can even go in today's day and age. I'm sorry. I think it, that you want to hear 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 people go at you personally. On the court, the other guy's doing that to you all night. So, I Absolute, mean, that's now, true. That's true. It's like a certain level of personal you can't go after him, right? That's true. If I say, hey, Russ, hey, Westbrook, you're a bum, well, that's personal. But it's not, you know, uh, hey, Russ, uh, you know, uh, you know, go Mr. T on the steps of, <laughs> you know, one of those deals, right? Because Kevin Garnett used to be ruthless to other players. Oh, sure. And they all are every night. I promise you that that's going on. I mean, look at Booker and Dodgers at the end of a game the other day. Right. Yeah, that wasn't, hey, you want to play pool? <laughs> number one. And the number one trending story, gentlemen, does the name K.J. Osborne ring a bell? Sure does. He is a, a receiver Zero. for the Vikings. That is correct. Minnesota Vikings wide receiver K.J. Osborne saves a man from a burning fire. Yes, he did. When I oh, saw the pictures of awesome. the car, it was Pulled actually. Pulled him out of a car, right? Absolutely. And the car was, like, totally in flames. So, and, like, I commend KJ because he was in an Uber and it was Sunday night. I don't know where he was coming from. That just kind of tells me he was, you know, maybe he was being responsible. He didn't want to yeah. drink and drive. And so, well, when they, that's terrific. And so, whenever the uh, the Uber driver, he was freaking out, he was panicking. He was like, oh my gosh, he was freaking out. KJ was like, oh no, we can't call the cops. We got to go do something. So, they jumped out of the car and he pulled, he pulled, uh, he saved some people out of a burning car. It's amazing. Story. You know what? It, it, I was, it's, it's funny how when, when rubber meets the road and you're put in a position like that, just what how, you gonna do? how you respond. I was driving home on two, I've told the story before, but I'll tell it again real quick. I'm going 95 south and I make the turn onto 295 west out towards the Buckman and Orange Park. But right there, the honey pot, we call it, where the cloverleaf is, is going on. And it's just as you start to go um, before you get to St. Augustine Road, there's a truck up in front of me, and it just veers off the road and full speed, 70 miles an hour, just blam, plows into the to the tree line there in the forest. And the truck hits, and it catches on fire, and there were six or eight of us cars that stopped first. And, and I was kind of in line, and by the time I had stopped, there was a man. Who had gone down there in his in his Sunday best, uh, had had stormed right into the trees, no questions asked. Just stormed right in, trying to pull this person out. Everyone else, fight or flight. Gathering. Maybe we should try and find I don't know a fire extinguisher first right. or something. And he just went went right in there, and we pulled the guy out, and he, and he lived. And it was, uh, but yeah, I mean that you fast acting sounds like that's what KJ Osborne was. By the way, Osborne was playing really good football at the end of the year too. He was, but, yeah, right. It kind of. Almost past Thielen as their number two option? Yeah. I mean, kind of. And it just seems like Thielen was, like, on top of the world just, like, two years ago. So, that yeah, just yeah. shows you how fast it can it changes. Yeah. Anyway. All right, that's what's trending. What is usually the Jaguars today when we return? Uh, our top five brought to you by Pet Paradise. And it's a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the rubber on the road with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. 
All right, when you uh, think about really the two great sports entities in this town, it's it's the Players Championship and and it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, and those two shall meet with uh, the crew from Jaguars today out here live on location at TPC Sawgrass. We're a couple days away from competitive golf. We're a few months away from competitive football, but so far so good on the offseason, Tony. Ridley, the news official, the – uh, the news on Evan Ingram for at least one more year official. This offense pretty good shape, huh? Yeah, and I saw the uh, tweets coming out yesterday talk, looking at the offense the way it looked two years ago compared to what they're going to go into the season with this year. And it is remarkable how much they've gotten done in just the last couple of years, especially rebuilding this offense. And, look, that's the way the league is right now. You have to have a an offense that is capable of being a top five to ten offense to have a chance in today's league, and the Jags have built that. Fourteen teams make the playoffs now, right? Seven in, in each league. Last yeah. year, 12 of the top 14 offenses were in the postseason. Not saying the defense yeah. doesn't lend to it. Obviously, the Eagles were great at both, and that's probably what it takes, and that's why we now turn our uh, our, our eye of urgency on the defensive side of the football and, and the gains that are going to have to come there for the Jags, either through new personnel or through developing personnel. Well, you need an offense that can dominate a game, and you need a player on defense that can take a game over when he needs to, right? Like, you need one or two of those guys on the defensive side of the ball. It's a good way I don't saying think it. you have to have a dominant defense. I think you need to have a couple of guys that you can rely on Okay, it's crunch time. We need a big play on this side of the ball to have a guy like that. And Jacksonville has spent a lot of draft capital to bring in guys like that. They haven't provided that splash yet. They've built the offense into something that does look like it can be solidly one of the better offenses in the NFL. And that's you add Calvin Ridley to that on top of that this season. We'll see exactly what the dividends for that are going to look like. But can one of those guys on the defensive side of the ball, Josh Allen, finally – you know, play to that promise of where he was drafted. He's flashed, you know, at, at times over the first five years of his career, but they need that big jump from Josh Allen. And will Trayvon Walker take that big leap ahead to be that type of guy on that defense? Maybe being a better offense, a better team, the game situations will be different. They'll be playing from ahead, and so that will provide yeah. some more, you know, ready-made opportunities to – uh, to pile up stats, that's that's uh, for certain. So, well, the offseason will uh, continue to fine-tune. The golfers here made their way out for practice rounds. It's a gorgeous day. We'll return tomorrow morning. It's been a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Uh, Tony, Mike, and the gang standing by next with Jaguars today. We'll see you tomorrow morning.